Timo. Joel. Good cup of tea tonight, mate. I, 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 I really needed this cup of tea. I really needed I didn't. In I'm, fact, I didn't know how much I needed it. I'm like, glad to have provided you with... Re- is this an Earl Grey? It is an Earl Grey. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, it's hard to go past the, the Earl Grey. Oh, so good. So oh, my good. God. I just... The, the little things in life, Joel. I was probably about... I don't want to bleep. Last thing, the last thing people want to hear is some middle-aged cisgender white moaning. But I, I was actually a bit flat today after work. Big day. And I reckon I was at about 67%, but I reckon I've gone up to like 80 just from this cup of tea. Wow. 13. Yeah. And, 13. And, and, moving up, and moving up. Nice. And moving up. This is pretty good. 13% increase just in five minutes. It's pretty good. Um, how you doing? Good. Really good. Good. Got some good news today. Yeah. Uh, don't let the um, don't let the stable door hit you on the way out. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't know how. How do you feel about the uh, news that our uh, beloved wow. prime minister is going to dip early? Well, I was I was called at work by the lovely Amy, and yeah, you know, she did the usual. Guess what? Uh, I would uh, something. You know, I was like, um, you know, I'd just been listening to a, a podcast about China invading Taiwan, so. I thought surely not, but then of course she's like, she's resigned, and I'm like, oh, I was like dumb because I'd been at the sun all day. I'm like, oh, she's like Jacinda. I'm like, ah, oh. and honestly, I was like, ah, oh. and that was honestly about it. Um, I think, you know, there's the, there's the whatever aspects of me there are. There's also the political Joel is so jaded that you know. I just, I just, just some other ding dongs coming in, and, and honestly, this gets even worse. Then I just said to Amy, "Well, damage is done," you know. Yeah. That was my take. I wasn't hoopling and hawing. I was just like, ah, oh well, that's that then. Uh, you know, a few liberal tears tonight, and a few, um, I don't know, a few chinking right wing glasses. But at the end of the day, it's all, it's all for nothing, really. She, she came. She conquered to a degree. She got probably got done whatever she wanted to do to a de- you know. She she yeah. You know, well, we could just we could just cut. I mean, it's hard to remember all the bad shit because there's so much of it. But then obviously there's the whole thing with there's actually a great chunk of the population who actually still thinks she did a great job. Yeah. So you know, it's it's really you know. I mean I don't know who. I mean what a shit job to take take up you know yeah not the sort of are people backflipping to get in there i wouldn't imagine so <laughs> i don't know like who wants to be the next leader yes yeah, so, the labor party that's that sounds like a that sounds like a reality tv show nearly if yeah we just shorten the title up a little bit who wants to be the next labor yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry. yeah well yeah pretty well they're all losers in my eyes but they all probably i think they're massive winners but um is me old mate nanaya gonna have a sniff is she she might the much, the very secretive cabal of the Mary Illuminati. Don't say it too loud. Don't say it too loud. <laughs> I kept. I said that in hushed tones. <laughs> Even you Marys have to watch out because they 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 that you you are more susceptible to the Mary Illuminati than than anyone. The whites, the white. Let's see. The whites are kind of like we know what you're up to, Mary Illuminati, but it's the 
it's your average lay lay layman Mary. Your lay Mary, is that a thing? It is a thing now. Yeah. Your the lay Mary have to be careful of people like Nanaya Mahuda. Yeah, because she's pretending she's on your side. Yeah, she is. She is, and a, and just because and the color of your skin and where you're born and who you're related to does not make you. What am I trying to say? Don't be fooled because she looks the same as you. She's and a, she acts the same as you. you know she talks is? the same as you. She's a she, snake. She's a stoat in wicker's clothing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. She, she is. is. Yeah. Look. Oh, there's a wicker. It's like no. She's sh- she's going to shapeshift into a stoat and then eat all your eggs. It must be hard because imagine. Yeah. Fuck. It must be hard. So there's her, and then there's those absolute. I know Grant. Uh, Grant. I couldn't handle Peter Williams questioning me about the World Economic Forum. Roberts, is it Robertson? Yeah. Yeah, he's out, isn't he? He said he's out. He said he's out. The, so the rats are like, I don't know, the rats are, the ship is sinking, the rats are jumping So off. there's Chris Hipkins. I mean, that guy is such a fucking, he is, he is nearly the epitome of if you had like a drip, like a drip in Urban Dictionary, you could nearly have a picture of that guy. Which, who are we talking Hipkins. about? Hipkins. Oh, yeah. He is a fucking such a Dilbury. <laughs> I mean, talk about a drip. Yeah. And then who else is there? I mean, I don't know. It's almost like, what who about, cares? Hey, what about Tarmany? He's gay and he's a Maori. A uh, Maori. You know? Is he not? He hasn't worked his way up the fucking... Yeah, he did stand behind Jacinda and nod his head whenever she said anything about how... Much of a brutal mandate and lockdown she was going to do. You always stand there and nod. So that's got to get you some brownie points. It's, oh, <laughs> can you say brownie Whoa. points? Did I just this say brownie outrageous. points? Well, that's super. <laughs> Where I, I was trying to tone the racism down for twenty twenty three, but that was unintentional racism. That's systemic. <laughs> that is systemic. Systemic. That's hard to say. Systemic Scottish racism. Unintentional. Sorry. You know, I love, I love all of my, I love every, you know, I love everyone, eh? That's not a dick. That. That's not a dick. Yeah. I love all non-dicks. But I can still love people and you lo- do you love dicks? not the way they Do you they- love dicks? <laughs> I love dicks. <laughs> clip it. Someone can, clip that. I love Cozzy, can you, dicks. Cozzy, can you go from photoshopping to making clip? I mean, actually, lines we, of dicks instead of lines of we coke. We need a clip. We need a clip. We need a clip. Maker. We need a clip of a horse leaving the stable. Well, we just need clips of this. We need people to clip this podcast and make it. You know, and make cartoons out of it. Because you've got um, you've got enough on your plate, you know. And I am basically uh, technologically illiterate, so I suppose they've probably made it pretty easy. But let's. Look, I know I'm derailing our thing. So so let's get back to the 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 issue de jour. Which is um, the witch is gone. Which is the wi- ding dong. The witch is gone, but so, it won't really make any. It won't make any difference. Like I was saying last episode, uh, National are full of World Economic Forum toadies. So you know, there's not there's not going to be a lot of um. What's the word because of the R? Um, I know one. Fuck. I hate. I I think it's maybe it was all the. Maybe it was all the narcotics I did when I was younger, but my brain's. What's the R word supposed to replace? It's it's, it's like something um, like having a. It's not rest, but it's like a longer word for having like a rest or a, a reprieve. Okay. It's there, a comeback, a comeback. I run the thesaurus. So reprieve is that what you use the thesaurus for? 
Yeah. Yeah. Similar words. Yeah. Words mean the same. That's right. So, yeah, w- there won't be much reprieve. I mean, you know, that's why I wasn't, I didn't switch into party mode when Amy, um, it, she told me, maybe did, did Andrea inform Amy maybe or? Possibly, yeah. Because when, when Amy, so that was early on to the point when I Googled it. Because I usually just Google, I'd just sit there, I'd do it and go to news. It still wasn't that, um, it was still pretty fresh at that point. There was a lot of other things about her, but not a lot about her resigning. But anyway, um, yeah, like I said, when I got here, I, I, I've had such a day of um, cherry, cherry picker in the wind, painting sandblasted windows that I... Really haven't had much of a chance to go into the um, memosphere, and I'm look tomorrow morning. I will. I no doubt people will be working hard on them tonight. I think there'll be and there'll be some there'll gold be, there'll be some good tomorrow. Ones. Yeah, yeah, there'll be some real goodies. So that'll be fun. Um, it's yeah. weird to not like. I as much as I fucking hate her and. She's been a horrible cunt for the last... She's the only Prime Minister this podcast knows. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, so she's the only one we've talked about And the next one won't count. The next one won't count. No. Whoever they put in doesn't count. No. So So as much as as I dislike her, I hate her policies, I hate her party, I I just don't even care. No, I don't care either. It's like, the way I look at it is like she, she come in and did all her fucking socialist commie shit like she was supposed to do world economic forum agenda-esque type stuff and now she just bounces i don't to be fair like i say when amy told me she was she probably thought oh he's really flat it's like well yeah it's like what do you want me to do it's like it won't make a difference who's there no that's the thing it's the the damage is done i'm not being i don't want to be too melodramatic but the damage is done but like I say, there are a lot of people in New Zealand who would be like, the damage? She's a fucking... She's, she's a, a hero. She's a woman. She's a comrade. Yeah. She is a hero. Yeah, she's done such a good job and she was pushed out by the patriarchy. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is... The, by this, angry white men who didn't get their way over the last couple yeah, of years. This, they all, yeah, well, they've always got to turn it... There's always got to be race or gender, which is crazy. You know, you can have a vagina and be a total cunt. It's a thing, okay? Yeah. It's a thing. It's not just go- it's not just swinging dicks that are cunts. And guess cunts what? We don't we don't have cunts. No, so the name started with you guys. Totally, yeah. Like, I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, and they've got assholes too. Yeah, they've so got they're... a cunt and an asshole. Yeah, we, it's not a good we look. We can claim we were dicks first. Yeah, you could be a. Di- Everyone would be like, "Oh, sorry, I was a little bit of a dick." But if you're a, you got a cunt and an asshole. I mean, the tits are the only thing keeping this fucking train on the tracks here <laughs> and I mean, no one's seen them yet so oh no i don't talk about hers i'm just oh, talking okay. about in general oh, okay, generally yeah, speaking yeah. yeah i mean no, there's always you know there's always butts they're even did you see i think i posted an article it was a yeah it was a screenshot of a it was one of those wacky liberal newspapers trying to say like how it's um it was last week it was about um um how white white woman is it essentially racism to kind of for white chicks to have big butts, you know what I mean? And I was just like, yeah. where do they come up with this shit? It's like, well, it's like that. It's like the article. I think, first of all, 
I think we should just share the big butts around. I don't think you should really discriminate against the butts. But also, Tim had a Tim had a, an, an article that he showed me before we commenced. Uh, read us the title, Tim. Can it's, you? Okay. It's a news hub story, is it? Um, yep, newshub.co.nz in the education section. And it says, calls for urgent change to schools' curriculums <laughs> to teach students how to identify conspiracy theories and fake news. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd turn on the six o'clock news and go, so kids, this is fake news. Yeah. I said, as soon as Andrew showed me that, I was like, they need to teach kids what propaganda is in totally. schools. Well, they teach it in in universities. I'll say, and I'd be like, if it was if it was Mister if Mister Dixon class, I'd say, so the first conspiracy we're going to learn about today, kids, is public relations. Well, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> no, we'll start with a real easy one. There's a it's a real you know, you can this one this one is like a you hit this one out of the park. It's a real easy one. It's called. The weapons of mass destruction scandal when the United States and the, in air quotes, coalition of the willing lied most of the world into a war of absolute carnage and death in Iraq after they'd already ravaged the country under false pretenses that Saddam Hussein was building weapons of mass destruction, which turned out to be total a total farce, total lie. That's, that was a conspiracy theory. You know, the, the, we could just go on and on. So it's it's so funny how they will pick and choose their conspiracy theories. Like, I wonder what, yeah, well, yeah what are they going to, I mean, yeah, I, I look forward to uh, this, the update to that, episode, uh, that that article where they outline what, well, maybe they outline them in the article. Did you read it? Have you read it? I or couldn't you, read that. No, 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 no. We, we just <laughs> look at those. We don't, as they say, enough said. Yeah. But, um, yeah, imagine letting the state... Well, actually, the state already propagandized the fuck out of us, a lot, a lot of us, if you let them. And it's actually quite hard to... Um, it's actually quite hard to... Not By no means impossible. In fact, lots and lots of people do it. But, you know, it's, it's, it's not the easiest thing to buck the trend, to look at the state and go, you know... These cunts are so corrupt, it's not funny. It's fairly, un- it could leave some people slightly, you know, it's, it's it's a lot of people's identity nearly, like, well, not identity, but they, their whole world, re- world view relies on big, the big, big brother or big government, sort of like, you know, taking care of them. Everything's going to be okay. Oh, okay, that mean man shot everyone in the mosque. Let's take all the guns away. Oh, there's a mean cold going around. Let's, you know, you know. Yeah, and so a lot of people get caught up in that, and it becomes, like you say, it becomes their identity. Like they, totally, they were part of that. They felt it. And who was in charge? Oh, the government were in charge. Oh, Labor in charge. They did the best job. Why are you going to give us the free money? Job. Oh, yes. Oh, this is, and they'll remember that, and they remember it fondly. Like, oh, these guys saved us. They locked us down. They saved us. They gave us money. <laughs> I, yeah. So it is. It's hard to. Break out of that. Did you have you heard of uh, now? Someone mentioned it to me last week, and it was um, a dude. Um, Neil deGrasse Tyson was on. Sucks. He does suck. So he was on. Um, he was on a podcast. I'll see if I can find. It. Oh, this one. I'd never heard of this dude. Um. Oh, um, Patrick. Patrick Bet David. David. What's the deal with him? Oh, he's what is just he? A, is he a financial dude? He's like a. Sort of semi-based financial dude. Yeah, because he had Neil that De- runs his own sort of pod type stuff now. Yeah, he, yeah. he seems like so. I listened to him. So, uh, when was it? 
Dana's. I have heard. I have heard um, Neil him. So he Neil deGrasse Tyson talking down to him over COVID vaccine. Yeah, have shit. you? So that was on the tenth of January. So people had told me last week you got to listen to this. Uh, what's his name? Da- David. Da- Patrick. Patrick. Patrick Bet David. David. Yeah. He actually sounds like a Hispanic. Was the name's quite off putting? Yeah, he sounds no, like he could be an Irish person or something. Yeah, no, he's got. Um, Shout out to the Irish too. No, nah, he's definitely uh, t- more tanned than the average Irish. Well, person. Let's say he wouldn't stand out living in Miami. <laughs> no, no. Miami or Miami? What do you uh, say? Miami. Miami. Yeah, yeah. Um, looks like a nice place. Um, so anyway, I so I actually I took one for the team. I haven't got much to report, but this morning I took one for the team at work. And I actually listened to about two hours of a two-hour fifteen podcast with Neil, that Neil deGrasse Tyson was on his podcast, whatever his name is. And um, they got into uh, the dude, the financial dude, Patrick. He, yeah, they basically didn't talk about space, you know, which is kind of strange uh, that you know because this is what the guys he's an expert in. Like, okay, whatever you, whatever, whatever people's feelings are about space. I mean, it is twenty twenty. Fake, fake, yeah. and gay. <laughs> and there's a homoscope taking photos of like shit, and then they send it back to Earth, and they fucking put they. It's like not probably the actual photo. They probably you know. Bit of bit of doctoring. Bit of doctoring. Uh, but anyway, so they talked about a great many things, mostly educating people in science, and you know Neil deGrasse just did his classic. He's look. I know. I I know it's where it's coming from me, but. I talk over people in a different way. I just get excited. Yeah. You're but like an he, excited storyteller. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. I mean, but he's just, he is painful, man. He, yeah, anyway, but when they got onto the jab and how uh, that the financial dude, Patrick, bet David, he was he was talking about how, you know, the, the, the quick uh, trial period and, Wow. Um, Did they not test it properly? Nine months is very yeah, fast. Yeah, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson went, he went, he went, he got quite, he got quite anti and he was, he started talking about this, um, and this is news to me. You should, li- it's, I, I could nearly find, I'll just find the actual bit because it's actually the only bit in the whole two hour podcast that's kind of worth listening to is that probably 10 minute debate around the vaccine um, testing and efficacy. And he, he, the host of the show did point out, and Neil deGrasse Tyson, he stammered a couple of times, and he didn't have much to say when the interviewer mentioned, do I need to pull up Rachel Maddow, um, Joe Biden, and Anthony Fauci, saying, if you get the shot, you aren't going to get COVID. And Neil deGrasse, Neil deGrasse Tyson had nothing to say to that, because that was what people were being told. You get the thing. I think, for, to be honest, most people that I know that got it, just that, I don't honestly think most people got it that I'm aware of that were like, oh, I'm going to get this so I don't die. I honestly think most people just got it because they're like, fuck. They're going to make my life so fucking hard and I'm not going to be able to travel and they're just going to, you know. That, but that, people didn't realise it would be over sooner than it yeah, was? Well, as yeah, soon as it was? It was, it was, it was, it was as we talked the other week, Tim, or the week before, it was pandemonium on the streets, mate. Yeah. Or lack of. Or lack of. Lack of. Yeah. It was like, you know, I remember the time at our place when we were still in Hornsby Street. I remember the time when, I remember conversations in our house. And this isn't the stuff of tinfoil whack job shit. There were there were bits and pieces of information circulating, circulating around New Zealand. 
this is right at the peak of it of the of the of the paranoia and the and the panic that and I'm not talking about we were panicking, I'm talking about the, the nation the was greater panicking. nation. That that there was talk about the door to door, you know? Yeah. The door to door you know, and that that's how crazy it got if for the people who were like, Fuck these guns, I'm not getting this is crazy. It's a cold and we just need to get back into it. Get back into the swing of working and but it was too late at that point. Too many people who were on the brink of being fucked anyway, pre COVID, just they it bro- just broke it. And those people aren't coming those people probably aren't coming back. They're, they're fucked for now. But anyway, back to Neil deGrasse. So then they actually had a I would call it it was it people I've listened to podcasts in the last week that talk about this podcast I listened to today. Talking about how uh, people have kind of overblown it, but I thought I listened. You know, you've probably done this before. You, li- I listened to all the bits and I listened to podcasts, and I thought that wasn't that crazy. Yeah, they just out of context, they just yeah, disagreed. They yeah, disagreed. Yeah. I listened to the whole podcast, and I was like, for the most part, that was just it was just like a financial dude who's kind of like a bit of a normie, although maybe mildly based. But yeah, you know, he definitely is. But yeah. but he was, you know, he's obviously, you know, he they were they were they were Brian Kellening. Um, Neil deGrasse a bit like yep. they were gushing over him, and, and I think I think he's been he's been way over gushed Neil deGrasse Tyson. Well, don't get me wrong. Back in the day, I used to well, listen to him talk about space, but all these guys are. In fact, <clears throat> I'll quickly wrap this up and then I'll go into another podcast. Podcast. If you want to like uh, Dave Smith on part of the problem, I haven't listened to him recently. They they deconstruct this interview. Yeah, well, yeah. With this Neil deGrasse. Is, the thing Grass, I haven't yeah. mentioned is sorry, Tim. Very professional. Uh, not of me, I mean of... <laughs> you were professional and I just, you know. So what the crux of it was when they got into this debate, in air quotes, was Neil deGrasse says that just out of the blue to try and cover up the tracks of all his fucking whatever groupies and the in-group of science cult people who are in the science cult, which is really a fucking thing, it's scary... Was the this social contract we're all apparently in on? Yeah, that's like, uh, what? I don't think the dude who was interviewing pushed back, and I was like, hold on, he did maybe slightly, but it's kind of like, hold on a minute, a social because con- what we're all. What? I didn't sign it. I didn't sign any social contract. I, I, I signed nothing to say that I would take an experimental drug because it might help my neighbour. No, I didn't sign that. And also, what if you're not scared about that? So if you're scared. You're concerned about it, get it. If you're not scared, you're not scared. You should. But yeah, Neil deGrasse just kept going to this point. It's like it's a bit of a fallback position at this point. So the the, the vaccine performed so badly that um, that they can't even say, well, look how good it was. Why wouldn't you get it? it did such a great job. Great job. They can't say that. So he's falling back onto. <clears throat> um, it was oh, the right thing to oh, do. Oh, it's the right thing to do. It's your duty. He he was specifically talking about Americans, but <clears throat> excuse me, you can essentially extrapolate that out into and he quotes again, my little rabbit is that only Tim can see Western democracies. You know, yeah. that is the social contract with law apparently signed with what? Coming out of your mum's birth canal. All of a sudden you are obliged to do whatever whatever whiff-infected government says you must do, even when they said they wouldn't do it six months prior, and then they change their mind and say, no, you've all got to get it or make your life very, very hard. That's part of the social... Con- but then if... 
we were all in on the social contract, then the government wouldn't need to do that, correct? So it doesn't yeah. make any sense. So if there was a social contract, people are like, oh, that's right. We've all got the social contract where we live in a ut socialist utopia where we <laughs> must do it for the sake of the colony. We're not fucking ants. We're human beings. I actually only, like, I have this sort of, it's nearly like, you know, it's caring for everyone. But it's, it's the further it goes out, I, I mean, there is, as Bill Hicks would say about the world's biggest militaries once you get out past the first four, there's a real big drop off on how much I care about people once you get f past my first, my main group, like there's obviously your family, and then there's your good friends, and then after that, there's a real big drop off on like, I'm not sneezing on people, I'm staying home when I'm sick, but like, hey, you're on your fucking own there. Like, you know, when Amy tells me, oh, this per this mum's home with all those sick kids, I'm like, who cares? They're sick kids. Fucking that's what you got to do when you got sick. I don't really care. Like, I don't, you know, it's like, I don't, do you care when you hear it? Like, uh, uh, I'm not talking about sick sick. I'm just talking about like, oh, motherfuckers have got a cold and shit. Like, are you like, oh, that's, that's I, 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 Sometimes <laughs> I feel like I have zero empathy for things like that. I'm like, uh, I'm like oh, okay. At the moment, it was like, like the other day at work, like I, uh, there was there was four painters on site and two went home um, that day with a vomiting bug. And like, I was just like, eh. I, I, I wasn't like, and then I told like, I hope those can't stay away from me. Well, I wasn't even worried. I'm like, eh, fucking, like I said to Amy, I was like, man, I used to get vomiting. I, like I've said in the past, when I was a kid, I saw all the vomiting bugs. I have not had like a vomiting bug not to say I never will in the future, but I just don't, when I'm around people that have at least so you'd have to vomit in my mouth for me to get it. But and I wasn't worried, and like the the way people act now. So I told the sandblaster, he's like, oh, because there was a guy sandblasting metal windows ahead of us. We had four painters there, but they got the painters there a little bit too early, so it didn't really matter. Two guys went home sick that day, so it was just me and the other. Um, oh, uh, you like mushroom? Was there with me? Oh you yeah, me? you like mushroom? That's going back in probably twenty episodes back, maybe longer. The 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 true the true uh, heads will know the reference. So um, you like mushroom? Was there with me? And um, I told the sandblaster that the other two had gone home with a vomiting bug, and, and he did the whole he did the whole like throw your arms out and stumble back. He was like, oh, you know, oh shit, Jesus, um, oh, how are you feeling? And I'm like. Box of fluffy ducks, mate. I'm sweet. I don't. I said. I basically said I don't catch that fucker. That's that's what kids. I don't. I just said I don't catch vomiting bugs, mate. I'm a 43 year old fucking man. Like, yeah, I might get the odd migraine, but that's probably from all the fucking. Um, that's probably from all the all the telegram you've been watching. No, well, that we'll get to that. But um, I, I actually, I've, I yeah, I haven't been watching much. But no, I was going to talk about um. That's all the fucking spike, spike proteins all the fucking vaccinated people have been shitting, shitting on, on me. Gross. It's kind of like secondhand smoke, you know? I was never that worried about secondhand smoke, and I'm not that worried about vaccinated people shitting um, their, um, their um, what are they called, spike proteins all over me. Because I'm a big, I'm a big, uh, I, I'm not a fan of, uh, of division, Tim, in this regard. I think we've talked about this, you know, like I, I, there are, there are some people who, who are in the whack jobby alternate world and they kind of get on their high horse a bit about not being vaccinated. And I, I think that's, um, 
I think that's a foolish endeavour. <coughs> I think oh, it, they, they I, go too far the other way. You mean? Yeah, they get a little. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't yeah, they're anti people who got the vaccine. Yeah, I think that's that's that that's is foolish. That's just playing into. You're basically playing into the. You're playing into the whoever's whatever or whatever whatever's pulling the strings because you know you might not you might not personally think this but you know do I think there's something pulling the strings at the super duper level no not really I don't think there's any one group pulling. neither I think I, it's I think decentralized groups I that, think there's lots of yeah. groups that would love to run things and I think they're probably mostly all cannibalizing each other psychopaths and they're, half of them are probably like inbred. Their kids, they they are actually you might get the odd smart one. They have kids. The kids are dumb as fuck. Like the royals. Yeah, just all of them. I oh, think yeah. they're all they're all morons, and that's why actually no one can ever really get this things. I mean, you can't corral all these lemmings. It's just impossible. And I'm you know I'm one. Yeah, of them, well, because not everyone thinks the same. No. So so you know, but that, unless that will you try. had all of the power in the world, you could yeah. sort of rein everyone in a little bit. But even then, you'd still get people trying to fight back. Totally. Yeah. So. We were we? Oh yeah, so the oh yeah, back to work. Yeah, so you know, people are people are going down. Do I feel bad for those guys that were I'm just like, oh, I, I, I do the I do the classic hey, hope you feel better later, mate. You know, it's, it's but like, it's like a token. It's token. It's uh, even when I say it, I'm like and my my voice in my head's like <laughs> I, I don't really give a when fuck. I said one of them, when I said that to one of them, because I've felt people say that to me, and when they've said it to me in the past, I'm like, you know, not that I'm thinking about it that hard, but I'm like, you know, like, say, if I'm sick, Amy is sincerely, like, she'll come up, and if I'm real fucked, if I've got like a, you know, when I had the coof, or if I had a migraine, she'll come up, and I know Amy's sincere. My mum's my, my sincere. That's about it, <laughs> and that's about all you need, right? Yeah. <laughs> you don't like, need you don't need your your, uh, your colleague to say to you, "Oh, man, I hope you feel better soon." Yeah, man, totally. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. If if I know something, if I if I know of something that could help someone who's got something, yeah, I'll tell them. Like, yeah. there was a dude at work, uh, a younger guy, and he kept having nosebleeds, like two a day or some shit. And Amy used to get a few nosebleeds and like it's iron and and you know I'm like I said to Amy about it I was like oh fuck did you get nosebleeds what's the deal with the nosebleeds what you you took something from them. she showed me these iron pills so I took the you know took we well, didn't have any left but I took the container I gave it to the dude and I was like get some of these for the health shop man they're like ten bucks so they might I don't mind that's not hard right but like I'm not losing any sleep but what's the point I'm trying to make here oh the social contract. That is not a thing. <laughs> no. That is not a thing. There is no social contract where we're all expected to... Like, that's the same as, like, if... um, It's the same as if China did invade, and we'll get to this soon, but there's not much to talk about. If or when China does invade um, Taiwan, like, like, New Zealand will go with Australia yep. and America and England and Japan and South Korea, and they will fight China. I don't feel obliged. I'm not obliged to go and fight that war. I'm sorry. I did not sign a social contract with New Zealand or the Anzac or the certainly not the Five Eyes. I have not got a Five Eyes contract. You know, I'm not. I mean, the problem with governments is, as you, as as you all the Ukrainians have found out, 
Um, <laughs> sometimes you don't ever say. Like, yeah. The, the Ukrainians will take any guy from 16 to 55 at the moment, I think. Um, I've got a few show notes on that. And now we pretty much wrapped on Neil deGrasse. Yeah, Neil deGrasse, yeah. he sucks. Go. Yep. Yeah, Neil deGrasse Tyson sucks. Uh, he just sounded like... They're in a cult. It's a science cult. They're yeah. in a science cult. Their, their garb is the mask. Yep. They and can't they're taking, they're wrong. And they're taking leaps of faith along the way as well. Fucking so, oath they are. Yeah. The, the Big Bang is like... It's like Terence McKenna said. Like, I'm not going to quote Terence McKenna because it's, it's a travesty for me to do that, but something... Terence McKenna once said something akin to, like, believing in science is like... They basically say... Um, you know, you have to believe, like, yeah, you can trust us, but you just have to believe in this one massive leap of faith, like, 14 billion years ago, and then we're kosher. You have to believe in one big miracle slash theory slash thing that just doesn't really make a lot of sense. And after that, it's all just kosher. There's all these constants. And they're actually not that constant. I was watching a um, really good, you know that after school thing I talk about? It's yeah. On? So there's a very recent one, the last couple of days, and it's... um. It's Rupert Sheldrake, who's a bona fide scientist, Oxford educated. I've yep. got his book at home. It's called The Science Delusion. He was way ahead of this. He's like a well-spoken English scientist. But he has a TED Talk from like 2013 or something that was like banned. It's a banned TED Talk. So you can watch Rupert Sheldrake's banned TED Talk animated by After School on YouTube. And <clears throat> he breaks down how... Great animations, eh? I love, the way, are I love the way he draws. It's just so good to listen to Rupert Sheldra and he's 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 yeah, he's illustrating what he's talking about and it's all about like this like I didn't know any of this, like the speed of light, gravity and all the they they are like the constants inside, but they're not constant. They're always changing and no one can really explain like I so said, Rupert Sheldrake went to this guy who was who was in charge like he was like the top dog in the UK about, you know, that kept track of all the numbers for the speed of light and shit. And he's like, uh, I've got all this data here and it says that the speed of light's like different, different decades, it's different. And so what's the, and they basically, they explains how like, you know, the, the cult of science essentially whitewashes over it and just, you know, they just, they ain't having They're a, rounding up or down or whatever they just are to making make it, it a constant just so no one will question their almighty status of <laughs> the cult of science. Look, don't get me wrong. Like, don't get me wrong. The guys down at Boeing, the guys down hey, at Airbus, they know the how to guys get down a, at Toyota. They know how to get an aluminium tube <coughs> yeah, off moving. the ground and moving. Yeah. yeah. Like, the guys, down at to- to- the guys at Subaru, F- Fuji Heavy Industries. Fuck. Do you know these guys that made this car I'm looking at right now, and same with my car, these guys were making... These guys were making... Big-time war war guys, weren't they? Oh, Big-time war guys. <laughs> Fuji Heavy Industries, because I used to have a Subaru Legacy wagon, and then I'd pop the bonnet, and I'd be like... I'd see, like, the, you know, the, the, the metal plate I've stepped on from the factory, and it's like, Fuji Heavy Industries, I mean, they're like a military-industrial contractor. I mean, they have been for, like, before World, before World War II started. Well, that's where we get all our shit from, though. I know. Is it not? It yeah. totally is. Yeah. Like, they do good stuff, but... Um, it's really quite funny when you think about it. Like, yeah, but that, that's sort of that's like hard, hard science. Like, you know, yeah. But all this, all these, yeah. I mean, it's become a bit of a. It's definitely um, actually that's where I was going to go with this uh, other podcast. I can't remember which one it was. I listened to so many. I don't know if you know that. I do uh, all day to do it. Upper upper cherry picker all day getting blasted by the easterly and the sun. That's the worst bit. But anyway. 
Hard life. Um, talking about, I never really, well, you can't, we can't put all the puzzle pieces together. It's, it's, there was listening to someone this week, they were talking about how Jeffrey Epstein and his network were massive funders of science. And there's some, there are some people who have, have found some correlations between, um, you remember the time, Tim, when Sam Harris and... Um, that moron. That guy is one of he is he is on the pantheon of douchebags for me at the moment. Like Sam Harris is such a fucking raving douchebag at the moment. Um, Richard Dawkins, these guys. Remember when these guys? I mean, some of our younger listeners won't remember this, but just in the two thousands, they were like the atheists. They were like the rock stars. Yeah, like they were people. The new atheists. The new atheists. It was like cool, and it's kind of like actually. You guys are like even in fact in this uh, podcast I was listening to they were talking even Michael Schumer yep they were talking this guy who was uh, writing a book about all this whole Epstein network and how he was funding all the uh, the amazing Randy like he turned out to be like a bit of a creep even Michael Schumer there's even allegations against Michael Schumer because these guys are essentially fucking nerds and I've fucking always said this since I was in my twenties. I, I, when I got into going down the rabbit hole, I started finding out about skeptics, and I thought skeptics are just these skeptics are no fun. And I've always said you never want to be at a party with skeptics; they are the most no fun guys. Surround me with whack job, not too whack jobby, but like whack. But jobs, if you had to go either way, whack, you do not yeah. want to be at a party with a whole bunch of skeptoids. Man, <laughs> they are the biggest nerds. They are these just these. Theoretical just, just science trying to nerds. debunk everything. These yeah. guys, they, 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 you know, they they always get into trouble with women being creepy because they're nerds. They've yeah. got no game. And then Epstein, and then there's the whole Epstein. I'm not, I'm not related. I'm not um, linking directly uh, Epstein and Dawkins and Sam Harris. But I will, yeah. But there is, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're on record. You've heard it here first. <laughs> the, the, apparently, there was. I I didn't know this until like probably the last few six months. Say, I just thought Epstein was some ex hedge fund bank creep who had Epstein connections. Maybe a Mossad Israeli Mossad agent or all of the above. Probably all of the above. So he is all that. But what else? Massive is he? science funder. Okay. Huge funder of science. And when he got popped, or when he fell over with his initial pedo shit and got taken out of the equation. Like uh, that was that was a bit of a death nail in a lot of these. Did a lot of funding dry up for these. A lot of funding yeah. dried up for these fucking nerds, you know. And it's look, I, I have been look. Don't I used me, to like not, Sam Harris is a funny one. I used to listen to him a little bit on Joe Rogan or even his own podcast. Yeah, his own yeah. podcast. Yeah, 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 I listened meditation. to that. He's yeah, into he was good at that. Like he had good stories about sort of MDMA. Yep, psychedelics yep. and um and he was on the right path there. But he again. Uh, like our friend Chris Ryan, just and like most bands, like most bands and most people who leaned <laughs> left before Trump got in, honestly have Trump derangement syndrome, and they've just pushed it all the way through the vaccine. They, they, shit. They've kept going; they, they yeah. can't stop. Yeah, yep, and they've they've <laughs> lost me completely. Like, don't get me wrong; I was not like I only like I wasn't a huge Trump fan by any stretch. Like, no, of course I, not. No, I wasn't a big fan, but. You kind of got. You, you can't blame everything in the world on the guy. No, Orange and, Man and isn't he's that not even bad. In power, he hasn't been in power for how long now? Well, no agenda. Played clips and and the US I corporate still media they still it. somehow tie it back to January sixth and Trump. It's like what? Like anyway, but yeah, back to the scientists. Like they are just 
painful. Uh, they, they, they have definitely like. Don't get me wrong. I'm assuming there's still a lot of lot of lot of dribbling science nerd, four-eyed science geeks out there that look at Neil deGrasse and Sam Harris like they're some sort of heroes. But I, I, I they've definitely uh, diminished somewhat. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I would. I've never been a, a. I'm not a big religious dude. But I'm certainly, um, I'm a gambler. I'm hedging my bets. I'm not writing anyone off at this point. No, don't I'm not writing should. the simulacrum off. I'm not writing God off or Satan. And I'm not writing off just their be- it all being some sort of a, you know, like they, they well, I, I, I suppose like the Dawkins sort of science nude way is just, it's just some sort of happy accident that we're all here. It's a little bit of a too much of a happy accident. I mean, oh, that's probably my. It, I know this sounds. This might sound crazy. Something. I think that's the least likely, nearly. The happy know? accident. Yeah, happy accident seems crazy. When you start learning about all these guys and how they've just cobbled these eyes together, these ideas together in the last couple hundred, last hundred years, and how how much book burning gets done every century. Yeah, yeah, and totally. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. We don't. We we really have been kept in the dark a lot about everything. <laughs> so you know, um, I did have a. Um, even like just two seconds on the Big Bang. No, you can have look. I take up most of the time. Have have two minutes on the two Big minutes, Bang. Okay, so the Big Bang. There's still there was still the space for it to expand into, right? Yep. Where did that come from? Where where does where does the space for the Big Bang to fit? Where did the universe fits into something? Yep. Where did that come from? There, there has I like to, to be, call it, Tim, I like to call it pre-space. There, <laughs> there had to be something It's there. the space before there was the space. You see, it's a very simple concept. If you just give yourself a moment, it's the space before the space. You see, Tim, it's you just got to take one jump, and then after that, after you allow the, the, the Big Bang to happen, then we're kosher. Then it's all light and gravity, speed of light and gravity. Can't find an alien to save ourselves, though. No. Bizarre. So yeah, that, that's my only thoughts. Of when I was, maybe I'll sit on the deck and maybe have a little smoke and I'll look up at the stars and the moon. They're projecting, bro. Uh, they're not even real. Space, <laughs> space is fake and gay. And gay yeah. yep. Faggots in space. Faggots in space. <laughs> New oh. movie coming up soon, mate. So I listened to um, t- today. Somehow I was. We're just getting totally off topic now. Try and I'll tell you a couple of topics that we can come back to that maybe, or maybe we don't need to come back to them. Maybe we've nearly covered it. I think we're covering some good ground. But just quickly on um, fags. Um, so on Instagram uh, a few days ago, just popped up out of nowhere. And it was this is the thing with me. I'm like, like Frank Robinson remembers everything and I remember nothing, right? And this is, it's a blessing and a curse. So, like, everything I listened to a oh, long time ago, like, it's like I've forgotten all these bands. That I used to have all these CDs. I had fucking mountains of CDs that I just don't own anymore. Who knows where they are? Sold them, probably. And then, so I saw a clip of Tony Hawk at a Goldfinger gig recently. It wasn't that long ago. And I was like, fuck. And then, so I go to, I go to Spotify and I pull up, you used to listen to Goldfinger? Love Goldfinger. Yeah, it's like, wow, well, I totally forgot about this band. So I looked at their new shit and I was like, nah. And then I, so I, I always do this with every that band. Catalog. I go back to the first three and yeah. like, my, so I've been listening to Hang Ups, the album Hang Ups. So good. Like, I will say this. I'll find my favorite song on it. 
Like, I don't even know the favourite song. I've got so many favourite songs on the album, it's hard. So, but the wacky thing is, right, the wacky thing is, okay, I love the music, but the, 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 the lyrics, like, all I'll say to this guy is, he needs to kind of streamline his relationship with women a bit. <laughs> yes, there's a yeah. lot of emotion, but I put that to the side. I don't actually care because the songs are so catchy, and there's, it's got that. Um, it's kind of got that. Uh, there'll be songs that'll have. It'll be, one minute it'll be like ska, and then next minute it will be punk, and then and then and then and then thirty seconds later it could be sort of some real heavy guitars, and I really like that, but um. So I've been thrashing Goldfinger this week, which has been good for me. It's been good for my mental health at work. I've been driving around the car listening to it. It's been cheering me up. But then today I had another epiphany, and I thought to myself, I was thinking, okay, I'm just going to start running old bands I used to listen to. So then I thought to myself, I wonder, I used to, do you used to listen to Guttermouth? Love Guttermouth, yeah. So, so, I, so I started listening to Guttermouth, and I'm like, these guys are essentially a punk comedy band. It's yeah. nearly like comedy. So, are you going to play your song? No, no. I was just trying to find the one I liked. Yeah. Which one do you like? I thought it was. Um, I th- I thought it was on that. Um, just their original, their Goldfinger Goldfinger album. Um. um so there's there's uh I'll find so there's a Guttermouth song right, and it's called PC. My God, it's it's crazy. Like, I'll pull it up. It's where is it? Guttermouth. This is this is one. You go. This is um, ang- this is called anxiety. This is my this is my favorite song of that album by what a long way. What album is that on? This on just the self-titled. Their is very it the first, first one. one. Yep. Nineteen ninety-six. Okay. Is that the one with the spaceship on it, or yep. is that the one before yep. that? That's the yep. I haven't got to that album yet, but I, I used to own that album too. I'm playing eardrums for everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Goldfinger were fucking head. awesome. <laughs> so now this is um. So now then, so I listened to um Guttermouth Musical Monkey, and I was like, wow, these guys are throwing so many faggots out there. It's like, wow. Yeah. I'm surprised this album's still on. I mean, I love that it is. How did Joe Rogan get? Oh no, yeah. he didn't get cancelled off Spotify, did he? He no. did it, but he, he they they were calls for it. Yeah, yeah, for there sure. were calls for it. But yeah, no one's talking about Man, Guttermouth. Guttermouth. <laughs> wow, you listen to Guttermouth. You listen to uh, Musical Monkey, but listen to this song. This is PC. I believe this album. This album. Let me just pull it. The album. This is from 1994. Now listen to this song. This song's a real doozy. Just the, the lyrics in the song are something to behold. You know what pisses me off more than anything is all these people weren't exactly politically correct. Like the other day I was walking by Siberian American Huskies. I mean how canines are. They like to skip everything, including each other's butts. And some guy walks me and goes, Man, get your dog's ass out of that other dog's nose. So I replied, how dare you call them dogs? They're Siberian American Huskies. That's like calling an African American a black. Blue got a nose ring and moved to San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> That's such I a mean, good start. This is 1994. Yeah. 1994. It's like, wow, these guys were so ahead on how much of an issue PC was going to be. But I didn't realize there were blue-haired people in San Francisco in 1994. 
And they still haven't gotten over it. Yeah. They're, they're They've just got to New Zealand now. It's like second gen, blue hair, no <clears throat> Yeah, I think it is people. second gen. Yeah, for sure. Or maybe third. I don't Not know. Not there's anything wrong with having blue hair or a nose. I mean, yeah, nose piercing, fine. I mean, I'm, I... I love it when I, when people have got coloured hair. It looks amazing. I, it's But New Zealand coloured hair people... They're not really comparable to the, the the when you think of your prototypical uh, Portland dwelling um, blue haired person. It's a bit different than the New Zealand ones. The New Zealand ones are kind of like just free and easy blue hair, eh? Yeah. Like I just want to be a bit different. But the ones in Portland are like I'm part of a cult. Um. Well, yeah. I'm like adjacent to Antifa, basically. <laughs> you know. But anyway, <clears throat> um, yeah, so this week I have been, yeah, I've been, so. Uh, and not, I think by all accounts, I think Guttermouth. Uh, are they still okay? I think, I think they're still okay. I was yeah, nearly yeah. too scared because I listen. It I was, sucks when you go through your back catalogue and you're listening to awesome songs even, like that. Even, I have no idea what Goldfinger's stance is yeah, on all this I, shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm concerned I, about yeah, Goldfinger. Yeah, I would be In too. In fact, I'm concerned. <laughs> I would be majorly concerned. So what I'm going to do with Goldfinger Oh, I'm never going to Google them. Yep, don't. And I'm just, just going to enjoy listen. the music. <laughs> I'm just going to enjoy the love songs. Enjoy yep, the poems. I'm just going to listen to the love songs. The first three albums, I'm just going to listen to them. I listen to them in the car. It cheers me up. Uh, and Guttermouth. I would be super surprised if they were woke because, from what I could gather from Musical Monkey, their album from like 1997, they they aren't mincing their words. <laughs> then again, I did listen to. Um, there was a no. Then basically, once you know how once that album, once the album finishes on Spotify, it just starts playing random songs. Yep. But in the same genre, so uh, there was a no effects song that I think it's probably on the War on Errorism. Is it called yep. the War on Errorism? Yep. Um, and like, yeah, it's kind of a bit disappointing. Like, um, yeah, they are. Fat Mike is very disappointing. Like, I, I'm okay. I'm okay with Fat Mike being a cross-dressing druggie. Oh, I, I totally, think that's fine. I think that's fine. Yeah, but, but wh- being a but. Uh, but what's their what's their take been? Have you seen? Poor. I've seen him say, "Oh, this Joe Biden guy doesn't seem like such a bad guy." Oh yeah, see, this is. I was listening to something today, and they were talking about how there are all these left-wing people. There was Occupy Wall Street. Everyone was anti George Bush. Yep. But then now we're okay with... We were anti-establishment. We were anti-establishment when it was Republicans. Yeah. But that's not anti-establishment. No. You're just on a... You're on, you're on the blue team. Yeah. You're just you're blue team. You're still on a team. You're yeah. on the blue team. you got to try and be on the... I don't know what Be team. consistent with the with your lyrics for a start. Yeah, the lyrics... I listened to a and song... And hey, maybe people people change for sure. But yep, then stop, stop, okay singing, to- stop singing your old songs because they, they don't count anymore. Yeah, no, you are you are right there. It is war on errors. You are right. It is okay to change, but this was two thousand and three, and it was um, yeah, it was just all about. It was the song. It might be the first song on the album, and it it starts out as like, "Hey kids, you know, it's like what they want to do today. Do you want to go to the circus? Do you want to go to the do you want to go to the punk rock show?" And they're like, "Yeah," and then it's that song, and it might be I don't know if it's the separation of church and skate. No, I don't think it is. But it, uh, pardon me. But anyway, he's talking about like dissent against the government and shit. But what uh, what wasn't apparent? I mean, we couldn't have known. I was twenty three at the time. I was all about no effects. I still kind of am, but just not as you know. I like I like their old stuff better than the new stuff. <laughs> but uh, as any, I mean, you know, it's pretty common. It's about the most. That's about as common as. I mean, is that the most common thing in the world? Like, yeah, like how many yeah. people like oh, I like because it's a it's a it's a feeling you get. 
those like the old, when you first heard a song yeah. or when you first realized you loved a song yeah it's not about the song as much as it's about where what, you yeah. are what you're doing the feeling about it's like it time travel, bro. yeah so it's as like you as you get older and the bands get older the music's still good but yeah it's just it just doesn't have that same connection just that's why listening to goldfinger which is not say 1998 for the people that most people probably haven't heard of the band they're probably not familiar but 1998 so i was 18 so i still get the feeling but it's like you know as Sam, Tripoli, as Sam Tripoli would say, I'm a real boy. <laughs> like, I'm a real person. I mean, like it wasn't them, but, like, I was just, uh, 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 as the as our friends at um, Fu Man's we would say, I was just a drone. Like, I was an 18-year-old drone. Yeah. And, like, now it's kind of like, okay, I am now a grown-up with a family, and i am kind of got myself together for the most part. But I still find this music to be extremely fun, and that's actually a good place to be. Fuck yeah! But I'm way too scared to wade into the uh, if there is a 2017 album. I'm way too scared to wade in, wade into that. Shout out to Wade Egan. Way <laughs> too scared to wade into that. So I'm not going to. I'm just going to live in the past, like all old rockers should. Um, but yeah, so no, it has been good this week because, um, like I say, I've just been you know, I've been stuck on site with. Um, I mean, bless the Filipinos. There's one that kind of. Have you had any more mushrooms? No, no more mushrooms. No, he's he's lovely. That guy, that that particular Filipino man, is lovely. He's a beautiful man. The other guy is more like um, he tries to run the show a bit. You know the guy. Like yesterday, I was on the cherry picker. I'm starting. The people are starting to cotton on to me on the cherry picker. I've had. That's why I was getting drained today. Um, so this morning, uh, the got the the you like. Uh, you like mushroom was there with me yesterday. It was just me and him. He just does his job, doesn't get involved. We say he, he we we he tells me it's smoking, he tells me it's lunch, and that's about. And we just have a wee chat every now and again. The other guy though, he was off sick with a spewing bug yesterday, the day before. So he turns up today, and I'm up the cherry picker, and that that inside doing the easy shit, and here's me outside with the cherry picker, fucking painting these window frames. And he was like, oh, um, he starts trying to be like, um, I, oh, uh, you. You need it. You, you should really have a spotter, and I'm like, I just wave him off. I'm like, no, mate, I don't need a spotter, mate. I, look, I get it, but the sandblaster had a spotter, and that kid looked bored out of his motherfucking mind. I'm not making a dude stand there and just like I, I know how to. What for? Like I haven't driven. This was the biggest. This was a big fucking cherry picker. This was like the big sky, like knuckle boom type thing. Big knuckle, yeah, massive one. It could go. It was huge. It's heavy fucking machinery, and I honestly have not driven one for so long. I've got no tickets. I've driven them before, but once you spend, once you've done one window and you've moved the actual unit and you've figured out all the, there's so many points of extension. There's the bucket can twist. There's the arm that pops out the arm, and it can do this. And then there's the whole arm. I can maneuver to you know. A couple of windows per shift, but I don't need a fucking I don't need a spotter, because before there's no one around. But before I put the bucket down, I look all around me, and I look all around me. I'm the I am the spotter, <laughs> and I haven't nearly killed anyone yet. So anyway, that was fine. But then today, um, I was got, trying to go up this. Well, this is at the Hornby Meatworks. It's fucking. But the thing is, at the Hornby Meatworks, there's still this massive operating area. And you're just cruising around at the back of there. There's like fucking massive cool stores. Or it's like it's like it's like Robo. You remember RoboCop industrial scene? Yeah. It's like that. There's all these overhead pipes. There's ammonia signs everywhere. There's ammonia alarms. It's a it's a dangerous site if you if anything went wrong. Like it's operating, 
as a cool store, and then there's like half fallen down fucking meatworks, and we're trying to paint it and make it look it's like rustic. Anyway, there's this big ramp, and as I was trying to get the fucking this massive knuckle boom up the ramp today, one I was like I was fucking spewing. I'd been up and down this ramp a couple times, but this time I must have just been like one foot over and one wheel went off the ground and then the fucking whole thing shut down. Beep, beep, beep. beep. And I was like, ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. So I had to go and get one of the builders and like he had to fuck around with it and he's like, ah, oh, you got to flatten the fucking boom right out. We had to fuck around. Eventually I was like, cheers, mate. Thanks for that. Okay, I'll know for next time. And he's like, ah, oh, but the builder's cool. He's like an old, he's like 70. And he's like, uh, he did the old, you know, the old... You're really supposed to be wearing a harness. And he was, and I was like, uh, oh, am I? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, and I looked at the clock and it was like 10 to 4. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to probably wrap it up for the day. Eh? I'm going to just, I think I'm done. I'll, I'll, what I'll do is I'll just, I'll, I'll move the tube picker back to where we park it at night and I'll just, I'll do it tomorrow. And he's like, I'm not here tomorrow. And I'm like, okay, sweet. Well, you know, he's like, I'll leave it for you. And then as I was leaving here, the backpack in his backpack, he's like, here's that harness. I'll just chuck it in the container. And I'm like, look, man, I don't want to be harnessed to that. He's like, it's just in case um, just in case it goes over and you go flying out of the bucket. And I was like. I'd want to be flying out and, of the and bucket. And as I said to him, I said, well, oh, and he laughed. I said, oh, what? Kind of like a catapult. And he's like, yeah, like a catapult. <laughs> he laughed. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, nah, man, I, in my head, I'm like, I don't want to be fucking, ha those harnesses, like, there's only, I don't want to be harnessed to that bucket if anything happened. But bear in mind, I know these are, for some dum-dums, these are famous last words, but I'm telling you, the ramp where the wheel just left around a little bit, that's the only bit of gradient. Like, the rest, it's just, it's just this nice flat bit of concrete. And it shut down on you anyway. It shut down on me. And it was like I'm one degree of fucking. It was crazy yeah. what it shut down on, and we had to lower all the boom and flatten it out and change the weight. Just it was a nightmare for the last bit of the day. I was on a roll. I just got through the whole day on the fucking thing, and then I just. But anyway, I'm certainly there's nowhere I can catapult myself out of this bucket. There, there literally isn't. But I earthquake. Oh earthquake! I mean. You'd survive the fall as high as I am. You would one hundred percent survive the fall out of this thing. I'm not like I'm not like you know. I'm oh, I don't know how many meters up. It might be ten meters up. It's a huge man. This bucket is huge. You could fit four dudes in this. No, you could fit fucking six guys in this bucket. You wouldn't want six Fuck guys. It's a big one. But you could have three guys working in it without with elbows out. It's big, man. It's a massive fucking thing. Anyway, I think when he said he's not going to be here tomorrow. The other, the other builders are pretty of a younger, cruisy dude. I mean, that that yeah. Look, I don't, I'm not trying to be Terry tough guy, but I, I would prefer to be unrestrained. Yeah. He even he he totally undersold it. He's like, oh, it's a real pain in the ass. It's got a massive rope on it. So he said, what he does is he he just ties the rope around the cage of the cherry picker, and it's like this is as you say, Tim. This is all theatre. Yeah. This is safety theatre. Yep. I'm not fucking on a high rise, uh, you know. You're not. Yeah, you know, I'm not on a high roof. There's no slipping off. The, this is a massive cage. It's like the ca you can't roll out of the cage. It's like <laughs> it's up to you under your arms, it's probably. A, it's yeah. It's 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 not easy to fall out of. Eh? Yeah. It's the design. Anyway, enough about me. Uh, what have you been doing? <laughs> Listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> We've got the door open tonight. This is dangerous. I know. It feels a bit blustery. Oh, I feel, There's some big I, gusts of wind coming through. I'm a through. little more a little bit concerned about um, 
Wex and Rendy, you know. Oh, they, but the man, wind's the blowing. Wind, the wind, they won't hear the shit. The wind's don't care, but it has been, that's, I don't know if, um. What a shit first week back at work. Like, I've got to tell you, it seems like this summer, and look, I put it down to anthropomorphic climate change, personally. But, I'm kidding. Um, I put it down to being windy. Yeah. <laughs> so, I could be wrong, but this summer has seemed to me, in Christchurch at least, to be pretty easterly heavy. Pretty easterly heavy. I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like there's way too many days. Like, fuck man, out at home when I like at home it was easterly howling. It's easterly howling here. Easterly is a cunt of a wind. Yeah, I despise it. Yep, it's a shit. The only you know, it's it. Only the only people are the kite surfers. They're the only people that rejoice on the easterly. That's it. Like, did you no, say quite sniffers. Did you say quite surfers? Oh, surfers. Oh, sorry. Quite sniffers. <laughs> that's the that's the new name. The quite, quite sniffers. sniffers. <laughs> so the quite sniffers love it, and aside from that, there's nothing to love about it. Um, it's a shit wind. It's cold. It's cold. It's yeah. terrible for the surf. Yeah. It's just it whips up a little bit of the like, way wind it blusters. It's fucking it, awful. It it's an awful wind. Yeah. You know. I mean. But anyway, enough about the wind. But it seems like we have had so many fucking easterly days. Give me a cut. I'll tell you what, this morning though, at home, it was, um, there was. Have so you I, been down to the beach again? No, not yet. But I'm, I've, mate, I'm under the pump, mate. I'm under the pump, but I'm aiming for, um, got a, got a work Saturday, unfortunately. Um, but I'm aim on Sunday morning. Is my eye up, yeah. up a little window, sparrow's fart. So this morning I woke up. So I thought um, I had to I had to um, Danish oil my uh, kitchen bench this morning. So I Danish oiled it last night. Got rid of the kids for the night. I'm not there. I don't think it's that smelly to be honest. But it's like so. We did, did it last night, and then Amy and I tried to watch a movie, and it just we just you know it's it's hard it's hard to start watching a two and a bit hour movie at like eight thirty when you're a mum and a dad, and then all of a sudden it's like oh. It's, I was checking my phone. I just, a little gotta, bit. I was just like, I just gotta, I just bought these trees. I just gotta reply to this. And then Amy's like, yeah, I just gotta reply to an email quickly. And then I was like, are you? Should we? We have, we have, a, we have a cup of tea. Yeah. And I have a cup of tea. We got through about half an hour of this movie. It's actually really fucking good, and I want to get through it, but I won't get sidetracked. So I'll come back to the movie. But it's hard to do a movie review when you've only watched half an hour of it. But it's really good. But I can't really do a half hour movie review of a quarter of the way through a movie. But so oiled the beach top, and then this morning I had to oil it. So I got up super early. So out my window, I look through the poplar trees and like it fucking, like my alarm went off at like 5.30 and it's just like this, it's like this poplar trees, all I guess is poplar trees, second story poplar, thin skinny window and it's just, the sky is just golden. And I was like, wow, if I was, if, just lucky if, to I, be was, alive. if I was David Goggins, I'd be, uh, I'd be running right now, but I'm just laying in bed looking at it and it's nice. But I got up, Still waiting for the lady. Still hasn't finished her room. That's fine. Uh, so I got up, went outside for my morning piss. Um, Where'd you choose this morning? Um, I'm favouring the eastern side of the property at the moment. Yeah. Because I kind of hit a spot where Amy well, would go to where we store some stuff at the back behind the shipping container. And Amy was like, uh, did you piss in that corner? I'm like, yeah. She's like, I can kind of smell it a bit. I'm like, okay, good to know. Thanks. Cheers. Uh, I'll start pissing. Like I start spreading it around. Need a lemon tree, mate. Need a few. Need, need an, I need a, lem, a lemon orchard. <laughs> Just piss on one each morning. So this morning it was so. I was sort of 
this is totally counter what I've been talking about because Eastley comes on the Arvo basically in a night. But this morning it was so still. There was not a breath of wind. There was a there was a, a nearly a, a film of mist above the long grass. I felt like I was on that scene. Sometimes I feel like when I go to shut the gate at night, if it's a nice night. Do you, are you familiar with Gladiator the movie? Russell Crowe. Yeah, I'm from. Yeah, I. It's been a while, oh, I know. Fucking hell. It's out. a 90s yeah. movie. It's a fucking yeah. good movie. So there's I a, remember it being a good movie. There's a scene in that where he walk, someone's walking through long grass and they're just like running their hand across the long grass. That's what I think of when I see the long grass. I think I'm a Roman gladiator going to shut the gate. <laughs> that's a big stretch, mate. It, it is. <laughs> but that's that, that's what I that's what Hollywood have imprinted the gladiator scene. The propaganda is working. It's worked well. Yeah. I can't remember anything, but I can remember a scene. It's like, I think it's when Russ, the masked crow, I think he's thinking back to his, like, his family and, like, their family home, and he kind of wishes he was back there. And I'm like, wah, wah, Russ, I'm here, mate, and I actually am. I am in your village, and I'm putting my hands through the long grass, and you're you're in the Coliseum, and I'm just going to shut the gate. <laughs> Joke's on you, Russ. But anyway, over the long grass this morning, there was this thin... Do you know what? It wasn't actually long grass. What was it? It was a. Um, they... it, it was it was the starting of a monocrop. So they were just soy. planting into your brain soy. that in thirty years' time, it's just soy. It's just going to be soy everywhere, soy and everywhere. you're going to be used to it, and you love it. I haven't really got the boobs, which is good. Yeah, I don't. I think I don't know if that was actually a thing. No, I thought. Yeah, I think I thought yeah, yeah. I've, I have heard that before. I've heard about mm. soy tits. Um, Lower test though. Lower test soy tits. So maybe I do have it. Maybe I just got the low test and the not tits. But anyway, there was mist at home. There was like a, a, a it was just like a thin veil of, you know, like fog because it was so still. But that was twelve degrees. I really love though that it was just like the air outside this morning while I was urinating on the tree was just it was heaven. So it's not all bad. It's nice. But out then there. this it's horrible so nice droning fucking easterly comes up. And just oh, and ruins up on the it. hill here. Oh, it's shit out and in the fucking flat, hash me though. No, it blows my plants over. It's so bad. Bloody cash. We're moaning about the weather. People, this is what people come here for. They're like, I hope they. I really hope they're going to moan about the weather this week. Yeah, we want to hear about uh, where to get good food and how yeah. shitty the weather's Actually, I been. I haven't had any good food. Stuck in Hornby. Although I have been going to Upidui. Oh yeah. I got some chicken I, tenders. I go there maybe if let's say I spend the whole week in Hornby, five days working in Hornby. Yep. Um, I'll probably go there. I don't actually go crazy. I'll get like two tenders and a small flat white, and that's just like a little lunch top up. Oh, that sounds. Great. But in this current financial climate, <laughs> it's a bit of a yeah. Ask them to halve one. <laughs> Can well, I get half, half a tender, please? Yeah, can I just take a bite of that and I'll give you $2 for the bite? <laughs> but yeah, you know, I yeah, I, I think, yeah, my um my my weekly allowance definitely um definitely feels the pinch at the moment, eh? I'm just like, fucking hell. You can't. How much are you rocking? You want to know my weekly allowance? What's your, does it does it vary or is it? It does. Of, it does. Um, what, what would an average weekly allowance be? Well, and this is just for this is just for food that you're not getting from home and TABing maybe. Yeah, it's uh, yeah because like yeah like it doesn't really. It, I sometimes spend it on plants, but I can kind of wangle the plants. Um, I can wangle. 
I can wangle and, the uh, uh, under the guise of it's something for the house. Yeah, it's something for the house. Yeah, so I can do that. So I can someone's take that out of the equation. But I mean, eighty to a hundred, I could have you know. And and I don't really drink anymore. But I tell you what, every time I go somewhere, it's like you know, it's just. It, I notice I've noticed my little allowance just gets sucked up so quickly now. You know. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I suppose it's just you. Just yeah. I mean, it's just even the just just everything. I but like I don't. I just I just get on with it, Tim. But just get on with it. But I do notice that I'm like fucking hell. Like, uh, Amy said she found an old, in her in her in amongst all her old shit, she found some old um, like. One of her old but weekly budgets, and it was like she was like, "Wow, you should have seen how much we used to have to we used to need for all that shit, and now it's like double, oh more. It was like triple nearly. It's wow. like fucking hell, you know. It's just crazy. But anyway, I know. Hey, look, we're still um, as a cisgendered white pig, you know. Hey, I'm not complaining, but um. Yeah, what was, where was I going to go? Where was I going to go? So I was running my hands through the grass like Russell Crowe. Oh, the wind sucks. You're going to try to get a surf in on Sunday morning. Sunday morning, yeah. Yep. The, I mean, the, oh, no, that's right. So the weather. So I, I tell you what. So the, you, know, you know, you know, a West Coast is going to let you know when the weather's been good on the coast. So they all have. But it has been apparently really good. Yeah. So I spoke to Sack the other night. And, um, you yeah, know, he said they've had about, I think he said like six, it was basically been like six, a six week run, basically, of just really nice weather. Really good. Water's really warm, apparently. Is it? Yeah. I, well, I've got to say, I mean, I actually, when I went out to um, um, Woodend the other day, uh, you know, like I say, eight in the morning, I walked backwards into that water like, you know, you know, you know, you, the, the true test is when it hits your, your gonads. Didn't flinch. It's quite nice and refreshing, in fact. About 18 degrees. I think um, on the coast. What are they talking? 21. 21? Yeah, in areas, yeah. Goodness gracious me. That's um, shit. That's pretty good. Yeah. Bit I, of uh, La, La Nina. Oh, yeah. I think it is. Is that global warming, is it? No, it's just a cycle that happens once every four odd years or something, isn't it? I don't Five know. Years. I think the polar bears are all dead. To... They're thriving, apparently. I've heard they're all dead. I heard the. <clears throat> I heard they're at thirty thousand or something. That's the most what? they've ever been. I heard they're all. But dead. I would have just heard that on a podcast. I so saw the other day. I tell you what, I saw. I, I turned on the news and I actually saw a bit of a glacier fall into the ocean. And oh, it's awesome to watch, isn't it? I saw it and I was like, oh my god, we're fucked. <laughs> That's what I thought. And, and then I saw it and I keep seeing this image. I, for some reason, the news keeps showing me. Walls Stock of, footage. There's just walls of. They just keep showing people walls of ice falling into the ocean, and all of a sudden, everyone's buying electric cars and fretting and thinking there's no future for humanity. Do they it's, know that glaciers move? Well, do they know that just ice just falls? Ice has been falling into the ocean since ice and oceans have existed. It's always and they yeah, and we still don't know where they come from. They will continue. <laughs> they will continue to happen. I mean, we won't even. This is my pet. I, I, I've really, I, like, I used to to and fro between it. I've never really been a big believer in it because I just look at the people who push the push the propaganda and I'm like, I don't trust these cunts. But I've really, really put my flag in that it's all bullshit. bullshit yeah. yeah. I've, like, I couldn't be more. It's, um, it's no agenda. Not just, It's no agenda have 
so for listening to No Agenda for two years, they are they have they have put me in over the edge of putting my flag. I'm like, no, yeah, it's all nonsense. It's yeah. all nonsense. Between looking at who pushes it, it makes your life better when you realise it. Totally. Is. Yeah. yeah, you hear some um, Zoomers or some millennials fretting about how there's They're no future humanities. like into poor hey, health. Even if even if it is done. Like, There's nothing you can do about it. Call me selfish, Joel, but even if we are, even if in a hundred years, which it it won't, hey, we're gonna be fine. Like they're totally not allowing for fucking brain boxes to figure this out. Like the brain box that figures something out might they maybe haven't even been born yet. You know, there's, you know, necessity is the uh, what do they say? Come on, Tim, help me out. The something of all motherfuckers, is it? No the necessity. There's something about when there's a necessity, it really helps people go, hmm, we really need a solution. Like, you and know. So then you're thinking, well, it's as not. The mother of it's a, not necessity actually, is the mother of a, something like that. But I just say, look at the Dutch. Look at what those, look at the, what those clog-wearing motherfuckers do over in Holland. They're living under. They're living below sea level. Yeah. Come on. It can be done. They'll just, it's just that, that people talk about Miami. Oh, my God, it's going to be underwater. It's like, yeah, the Yanks spend all their money blowing brown people up. They could fucking. <laughs> they just don't spend any money on infrastructure. Americans will tell you that. You listen to I listen to podcasts every week. Oh my god. Oh my god. We need to spend more money on infrastructure. The infrastructure's not they got a good a, shape. Think of, think of all the structural steel they could have if they didn't build fucking all the weapons. Yeah, totally. Like the metal that they well, fucking not use. only that. Like the metal they use for the weapons is like it's like titanium and shit. You don't need it's, that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like quality. It's shit. like a handful of titanium could probably buy you a truckload of fucking steel. You know uh, that it would be good for building seawalls and whatever. And yeah, bridges, bridges and, and yeah things that you need to, in the cities. Yeah, just yeah. like they need to freshen up their infrastructure. They'll be fine because you know no one. Yeah, yeah fuck. You know, I don't know. Anyway, we won't even get into that. Let's look at the show notes. I even looked at the show notes. Let's look at the show notes. It's 10 o'clock. How are we looking? Oh, now have you watched the carpet video? Um, I didn't know which one it was. Did you find it? I found a couple. Found some good ones because Fuck. I keep getting... The other, there's probably better ones than there's the one I suggested. Just, there's just so many of them. What, is it the guy? It's like mountain carpets or something. There's, there's probably know, multiple man. carpet just, cleaners. Man, and I was watching one guy and he'd flip it over and then oh, yeah, flip it that back. Was that guy. And he'd flip it over again. Oh, like, mate, the oh, mud. The mud. Oh, oh there's, one that's from a, there's one that's from a coal... Like, there's one with coal in it. Oh, and I haven't watched that one, one yet. It's like when that you were right though when when he's pushing that, that middle, middle thing that middle like a middle squeegee through it. Oh. It's nearly like you know that meme of um W is it Vince McMahon? You know the Vince Yeah, McMahon yeah, meme? and he's like oh. it's nearly like oh. <laughs> <laughs> when, he's when, blowing a load. <laughs> when, you, when you're watching the middle squeegee go across the rug, it's like oh, oh, oh stop it. I couldn't handle too much of that. It's like just cut oh, it out. It was so good. If you if you if you're concerned about climate change. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely go and watch a guy clean a rug on YouTube. You'll feel much better. It's the soma. It's the soma. It's the soma that Aldous Huxley talks about in Brave New World. Yeah, the soma is is um. Well, it, they Eva likes them too. Eva, that's that's who kind of got me into those videos. I didn't really know that existed. They're called um. There's a name for that type of video. It's like 
It's like a yeah, it's interesting. Oh no, that's what yeah, that's right. Eva says satisfying. Satisfying. And I was like, what do you mean satisfying? She's like, you're not watch satisfying videos. I'm like, no. And then yeah, it's all that as time's gone by. I'm like, well, I love these because it's like it doesn't you know it's costing you 15 minutes, but it's making you. It honestly makes you go. <sighs> and there's no, you can't put a price on. Well, you can. It's 39.99 a month for YouTube Premium, but. You know, you can just... I've watched it for free. You watch it for free with Ad free. ads? No, ad free. How do you do it? Because we talked about that last time. Oh, I don't, don't... I forget. I, I don't have an, a YouTube account, ah, so it. I'm not signed in. Ah. So it never... See, I've got it on an there's app never ads. on the TV. Yeah. I never knew there'd be ads on YouTube either until I got the app on the TV. And then I've always got to try it But yeah, we have an account. We all, But that's the thing with the accounts is... We all have a separate account because I, I guard, everyone knows, and Eva's the same. Once you have your own, we guard. Oh, man, you don't want that algorithm giving you no, junk. No, 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 no. You hey, want rug videos. I, I have it. You don't want fucking. Nah, I don't want people looking up. Um, I don't want. I, I don't know, shit that I don't want. Um, Although the kids have been watching some like motorbike fails and oh, shit yeah, like that okay. lately. That's always pretty good. Um, oh, now I saw, um, I saw a few memes this morning uh, of Greta. Getting taken out of somewhere, arrested. Yeah, the fake, you know the, the fake arrest, the fake arrest. And I, I've written on my show notes that my Greta prediction is on shaky ground because she looks like she looks like she's still a shell. She's still shilling. Yeah. Um. So that looked like a fake arrest, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was. She was just standing around with them, yakking it up. And so, what was yeah. she talking about? I honestly don't know. The all I know is all I, I saw. She she had been arrested, and then I saw some footage of her. She was smiling. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. At least smirking. Yeah. She's fucking around with the, the arrestees. <sighs> oh, God. Okay, so my, my Greta being red pill prediction. No, arrestee. She was arrestee. She was arrestee. The arrestors. Yeah, yeah. yeah my, my prediction's on shaky ground. So my Zelensky one's still in play. Yeah, that's in play. And the Warriors are still in play. But, man, I tell you what, like it's so... I, yeah. I saw the Dolphins team today. Oh, uh, yeah? Not 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 overly impressed. No, 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 no. It's like, they're going to have a... But they might. They'll have. Wayne, su- they've got Wayne Bennett. They'll as have coach, surprise though. factor. Yeah. But I think they do have Wayne Bennett. Yeah, I mean, the Wayne halves Bennett, are looking pretty fucking shaky, mate. Who is it? Nicarima and Milford, or no? They've they're rocking Milford, Milford and Hastings. Ah, oh. oh, yeah. I don't like the combo. Neither. And Nicarima was on the bench. Yeah. Oh, Nicarima was on the bench. They, but they, who they knows what they're going to play? Happen. Yeah. Um. You know, like I, I, there's still a lot of Warriors hate online. There's still a lot of Aussies that are like these. They, they look at the Warriors team. I watch YouTube videos, different YouTube videos, different Instagram videos, just rating the teams and like I don't know if it's just it's probably just Aussie league trolls. I go to most of their fucking page and they're like 17 year olds. So it's like pfft, what do they know? But they're just like ah oh, Warriors team uh wooden spoon. These bills, I think they're just trying to yeah. They're trying to roll you up, mate. Well, I would never comment on these. You're not going to take the bait. No way. I'm way past that. <laughs> I'm a grown up now. I don't get. I don't get. Oh, you just sit there relaxing, watching rugs Put on get a cleaned. Movie. Yeah. Um. So, oh, now I had an uh, ultimate social distancing at the mall at Hornby Mall. You said I went to the ATM to get some money out, and um. So I walk in the Hornby Mall. It's a real shit layout at Hornby Westpac. Real shit layout. Walked in the door, and there's a lady at the ATM. So. I jump in the queue, which is about a meter and a half behind this woman, and then no shit. On the you're, so you're the only one there. Well, behind no. her. Well, I thought there I was, but then no shit. Two and a half to three meters behind me, there was a lady wearing a mask 
with an a carer with an older lady with a walking stick. And I was just standing there. She's like, excuse me. And I'm like, hey, how you going? She's like, oh, we're, oh, you've, we're in the, this is the queue. And I'm like, oh, sorry. No shit. This woman was like, from the lady at the, actually, at the ATM getting her money out, this woman was about seven metres away from her. Honestly, <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. So I stood like a metre behind her. And then when she, when her and the old lady moved up to the ATM, I moved like a metre behind them. Just like we were. They- we were they stressing that you were no, so close were, to them? No, they were, but I'm like, why? If you're if you're queuing for the ATM, why are you standing seven meters away? It's this is outrageous. Yeah. It was the it you was go the, as close as you can without without looking over a shoulder. Yeah, yeah, without making is. them feel. But uncom- um, this was the ultimate. This is the biggest social distance I'd ever come across, and I don't think the old duck was pushing it. I think she wouldn't shut up to the carer. She was telling the carer all these stories, and I was like, yeah, the carer was the one. It's like, Jesus, carer, you need to. You need to just chill a little bit on the social. We don't. We don't need seven meter gaps here. This is this is outrageous. That was my. That was that little thing. Now, um, oh, now, fuck! I had to fucking come back to the Vodafone dizzy rascal fracker. Or and, is, is something happened? No, but you mentioned it on the podcast, or I did last last one, and we we kind of just we just kind of moved on the story, but we totally glossed over the fact, even though it was mentioned, his name was mentioned, and we just carried on with something else. Matt Lodge, Matt Lodge. Did a violent home invasion in New York several years ago, and look, I'm all for people, you know, I mean, redemption he, song. He got away with it, right? He didn't even get in trouble, right? But he, that, that has followed that guy around his reputation for years. That he's a bit of a thug, and he 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 terrorized a woman and her kid or something in New York years ago. He was like, I don't know if he was, he was probably boozed out of his brain. Whatever happened, a lot of NRL, but even this Warriors live, I think Will, they were initially off him because he was a bit of a thug back in the day. Vodafone never made a peep about Matt Lodge. A convicted, um, convicted sort of home invasion violent. That's way worse than what Dizzy Rascal is. And Vodafone literally put their label on Matt Lodge's sternum for about 12 times for 80 odd minutes not that he played the whole game and run round and the guy is a bona fide home invader in New York and I was just like just just let's just try to be a little bit consistent yeah and the consistency is you didn't make a big fuss out of Matt Lodge so don't make a big fuss out of Dizzy Diz yeah it's crazy I was like, well, that's what we're trying to just do. The just the warriors be in general like just the warriors in general they like Manu Vadavai I mean you know yeah Big meth guy, yeah. you know, and he's not sponsored by Vodafone now, obviously. But uh, you know, I bet he still walks around with their jersey on. <laughs> I mean, him and they all got. Remember him and it was it uh, Conrad Harrell? They got caught up in the the whole um, sleeping pill energy drink fracas. I mean, I mean, you name it, you name it. Like, yeah. and, and the Warriors are as we've always betting on about. They are one of the may. I know this is hard to say this about an NRL team, but they're nearly one of the better behaved teams. Yeah. They have historically been pretty clean compared to other teams. They have, but it's kind of happy to hang their dumb little symbol on them. But you know. so then you think, well, has there been has there been direction from someone else to that's make the them do that, make them make that decision? Yeah, that's it. You there there has to be because it, it seems crazy. Yeah, uh, how can they? How can someone go? Ah, oh, we kind of let Matt Lodge away with it though. But we talked about uh, Dylan Walker as well, yeah, I mean, and he's, like he's, he's going to be rocking that jersey. He's going to rock that jersey. Yeah. Hey, I'm okay with it. I just yeah. want. Hey, I don't want guys to be beating up their girlfriends. 
But what I want more than that, more than I don't want, I know this is a controversial take. I In a perfect world, now it doesn't have to be one or the other, but what I really want the Warriors to do is win. Yeah. Regardless of their, I don't really care. And what if they they're do. not in jail, look, I'd prefer if they're they not in jail, win, win, win games for us. Win and don't bash your girlfriend up. Yeah, and that would be preferable. Try it and look. But that's what the, that's what the that's what the law is sort of set up for. Kind of, yeah. So if you've been totally. a, if you've been too much of a scumbag, yep. you'll probably be behind bars. But let's just try to win some games. Yeah. Because the seventeen year old drones on um, Instagram, uh, they're calling out wooden spoon for the Warriors this year, and I'm I don't like it. I'm I know saying fifth, people will laugh at that, and I I actually want people to laugh. I think my I honestly think of the three predictions, my most like the most likely one is Voldemort Rosalinski will be dead. Getting we'll, killed. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's, that's probably the that's the that's the that's the dead set one that's looking probably good. Now, um, <laughs> now, oh, now I found a little. Here's a little tasty tidbit. I'll quickly go. I'll do a tasty tidbit about Top Gun Maverick, and then I'll do. A, no, I don't want to hear that. And then I'll do a quick T-Ukraini roundup. Right. And then we'll pretty much wrap it. So, um, what could you possibly have to say about Top Gun well, I found that a, you haven't said already? I found a tasty already. tidbit. I found a tasty tidbit. So, now, you haven't watched it, and that's fine. But in the in the movie, when these aren't, well, it's not a massive spoiler alert, but this is just a thing that we picked out, and every time we, even I watch it, we pause it and we all laugh. We laugh about it because it's hilarious. It's just so in your face, and people can people can write these things off as coincidence and all this shit. But anyway, there's a scene towards the end of the movie when Mav and Rooster and the old the F14 Heritage Tomcat, and they are in a dogfight with the Sukhoi with the Sukhoi fifth generation. You are fighter. talking another language. You, you, know, need to du- you need to dumb it down a bit. You know an F-14 Tomcat, right? <laughs> no. So in the movie, they fly Hornets, but they 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 get shot. Maverick and Rooster get shot down separately, and they they go to the Air Force base, and the baddies in the movie have an old F-14 Tomcat, which you know, Maverick flew in the first movie, like the old sort of U.S. Navy air superiority fighter from the 70s, 80s, and early 90s. 90s. So they find one of those in the, in the baddies' camp. In the hardened shelter, and they're like, obviously, they're like, let's get in this and let's get out of here. So they get intercepted. You will watch it one day. You will say that is the best action movie I've seen at least in the last five years. I know you will say that. So they get into a dogfight, and I told, I think I've told you about this. So they're in a dogfight in this sort of like canyon, and they're chasing this totally bullshit. But yeah, this fifth generation fighter would fucking, I don't give a fuck how good Tom Cruise is. How Pete Maverick Mitchell is, this thing's probably not having any of this Tomcat. But for the sake of the movie, Goose is, uh, sorry, Maverick's behind him and he's got the cannon. And, and a, like a cannon, for example, the, the F-14 Tomcat's cannon, typically those things are about 3,600 rounds per minute. But that's all well and good, but they can only carry, you know, obviously they don't have 3,000, that's ridiculous. But that's the rate of fire for that cannon. You know, it's like... Pfft. I hope everyone enjoyed that sound effect. But um, they, they, I don't know how many rounds they have, but it might not be many. So, you know, in real life, IRL, you know, you, I'm no fighter pilot, but it's not like you just fucking like, finger on the trigger, just it just doesn't work like that. It's like you've just got to, it's just like little spurts. But in the movie, they make a point of zooming in on the round counter. It's like an analog round counter in the Tomcat. 
and it's like going down through the 70s, 60s, 50s, 40s. You know what number it stops on? You know what number it stops on. 33. And they zoom in on it. And it's just like, and Eva and I will be looking at each other like, oh my God, are they, is Jerry Bruckheimer like Matt Groening from The Simpsons? Are these cunts all Freemasons? Like, bear with me. Of all the fucking numbers, Tim, they could stop the can of rounds on. Yeah, but you would stop it on that, would you not? If you're a producer, no, if you're a director, if you're making that, if you're making that movie, but, and they had to, st- and they thought, oh, wow. this is a good idea to stop it on something, you would stop it on that as well. Well, but that that <laughs> tells that's. But there are people in the world that is. See, that would that would be. I'm not saying I would because some people would say that that is. I would of, stop it on sixty nine personally, but exactly, yeah, it's better. That's better, and that does happen. But so, so that happens in the movie, right? But so we can't like we know like look at Tom DeLong. Like I mean, these guys are. It's like you look him up as a Freemason. It's like this guy actually seems like these guys are in the Freemasons, right? I'm not here nor there on the Freemasons. Like some people, I mean, apparently Randall Carlson's a Freemason, isn't he? So yeah. they say, which is so. There's like there's <coughs> there's some Freemasons that are. But the Hollywood Freemasons, Tim, the ones that put thirty three in the movie in the in the in the Top Gun Maverick cannon shell counter, they're trolling you. Well, I think they're sending each other a message. That's what a lot of people say. What they're could s- it possibly be? Well, it's just a little winky wink, like a little Freemason winky, like you know. Why don't they just text them? No, because it's uh, it's, it's the revelation of the method, hidden in plain sight, Tim. That they're, they're, they're like we we are the big we are the big dogs around here. And, you know, it's like there's there's even a lot. Apparently, Matt Groening from The Simpsons, you know, the creator, big-time Freemason, big, well-known Freemason. Big time. You know big the Stonecutters? You know the Stonecutters? Yeah. You know the Stonecutters from The Simpsons? Yeah. You know, Homer, do you know what, um, do you know what, uh, what sector did Homer work in? Sector 7G. Mm. Do you know what, what's, what's in between, in Freemasonry, what's, what is the letter between the set compass and the square? What's the letter? Yeah, there's a letter in between it. Freemason symbol. Do you know what letter is in there? Uh, no. What is it? A G. That's their number. It's like the. It's like their god. Oh, okay. And what? Uh, a G. What number of the alphabet is G? Don't know. A B C D Nine? E F G. Sector seven G. <laughs> Look it up. Matt Freemason. Uh, Matt Freemason. Matt Freemason. Matt, Matt Groening's a Freemason. Tom DeLonge's a Freemason. And I think Jerry Bruckheimer. I mean, Tom Cruise probably because he's a so Matt Greening. Groening. Matt Greening no, is not a Freemason. Mad Dog, sorry, not well. Maybe maybe Mad Dog is shout out Mad Dog. <laughs> haven't seen you down at uh, Samurai Bowl recently, but I haven't been going there much. But I do, I do, I did actually go there on the weekend and reopen for the year. And goodness gracious, I haven't, I haven't been there well, since got, you got shouted me I, that time. Like I man, need, I, I need to get back couple, there, man. We, hey, we can go down on the fucking. We could go down on the Joel and Tim Show Patreon dime. We can go there and have a feast. I think it would be, uh, yeah. I don't know if it'd be money well spent. I think maybe we'll just dip into your uh, yeah, true, allowance. True, yeah, true. Probably better just yeah. into my allowance, yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, now, now here's where I'm going with this. So I'm at work at lunchtime the other day. might have been Monday, and I'm a bit, a bit, you know, sitting at lunch. I've cooked my little soup. I'm going through Instagram. I see something about Tom Cruise. I clicked on Tom Cruise's Instagram. Instagram. Never been on it. I mean, I know it's not Tom Cruise, but it's his official Instagram, right? So it's all promos for movies. Mission Impossible, and then before Mission Impossible, Top Gun Maverick. So I clicked Is there on, another Mission Impossible out? Yeah. Dead Reckoning, I think it's his latest one. I've never... I don't think... Maybe... I won't say I've never seen a Tom Cruise uh, Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible's not really my thing. 
Uh, if I have seen a Mission Impossible Tom Cruise movie, it would have been the first one, and I can't remember it. Like, I can't remember everything else in my life. Um, so, how do you remember Star Wars? I've watched it so many times. Okay. Yeah, that's the only thing, is uh, it's repetitiveness, you know. <laughs> Whereas I w- would have watched uh, Mission Impossible once, Stone, when I was 18, and just... Thought it was shit, so I'm not going to watch it. In the, one hour and out the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think sh- I did that. I think I watched the first one. I'm, then sure, thought, they're, I'm, watching I'm, the rest I'm sure they're pretty good. I'm sure they're okay movies, just to zone out. To yeah, if you're in like, the mood, I would rather watch a, good. a rug being cleaned, personally. You, oh, I'd rather fuck. watch a rug being cleaned. Mate, if once you want to zone yeah, out. Once but, you watch a rug being cleaned, it's yeah, hard to Action movies go will back. be, yeah. yeah, you'll be like, what am I going to watch tonight? Terminator 2 or rug being cleaned? Rug being cleaned is about 15 to 20 minutes in and out. You don't have to commit two hours. Don't even have to make snacks. And it's spectacular. It's spectacular. <laughs> so now here's the thing I found. So I found a video on, it was a promo, as they do. It was a press junket, as I'm learning from you know, Noah Janet. There's a press junket that Tom Cruise did with a guy I can't really stand much, but I, I, I plowed through it, and I'm glad I did, Tim. So the little press junket starts out with your friend and mine, that fat, Fat Pom James Corden. Are you a fan? Not really, no. I'm not really. No, I, I, he, he just, well, I suppose I don't, it's just, it's just all the people he's adjacent to. I just can't like him. Yeah. Anyway. I don't hate him. He's just not for me. He's not, yeah. yeah. It's like he's very vanilla. Yeah. But I suppose that's what you get in that world. Anyway, enough about Jamesy. So he flies out. He, the whole, the whole skit, the whole, it's more than a skit. It's a massive maverick press junket. So James Corden's standing at like this military or this airport, like dark, it's five a.m. with his little roll bag, and it's all like, "Ooh, what's going on?" And then this private, little private jet turns up. Door comes out. Who's on there? Top, uh, Top Gun. Tom Cruise. Come on, James, jump on. He's like, "What's happening?" Yeah, you know, we're all acting like we don't know what's happening. So they fly out to the desert, and they, you know, to the, you know, like the, I don't know if it's the Mojave, but it's like like in Top Gun movie. If you ever bother to watch it, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> They fly out there, and what do you know? They turn around and they see <coughs> Tom Cruise IRL that for the boomers out there, it's in real life. His real P fifty one Mustang. There's a two seater, so it's got a seat in the back, so you can take another person with you. So the only Mustang I know is the uh, Ford Mustang. Well, there's a Ford Mustang. There's also a P fifty one Mustang. Okay. So it's a it's one of, one of the more famous World War Two Allied fighters. I mean, and was the car named after the the plane? Pr- probably the plane was before the car. Yeah, I'm more of a P forty seven Thunderbolt sort of a guy, but that's getting into the weeds with um. But in saying that too, there was a, na- a, a Nazi plane that I liked even more than all of them. There was a, oh, there was a bomb. Sorry. <laughs> oh, was that, was that? Were you Winston that was a snore fire, bomb? Was, it, was that Winston that was a snore bomb. fire bombing Dresden? You killing a hundred thousand people in Dresden with incendiary one bombs. night. Yep. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the uh, P P forty seven Thunderbolt. Look it up. It's a great plane, big beast. But anyway, but the Mustang and the, and the Spitfire, they get all the you know, they get all the rep. Okay, but there are better planes. Well, in my opinion, there's cooler planes. No, cooler planes. Anyway, so he takes James Corden in the P fifty one Mustang. It's all you know. It's all oh, let's do a let's do let's do some big turns and bit of aerobatics and da da da. da. You know, Tom Cruise is legit. He he's flying it. It's his own plane. So you know, they land and then they do a bit of a skit about what's happening tomorrow. And then they pan over to 
what I believe is an L39 Albatross, which is like a Eastern European sort of ex-Soviet block, maybe like a Czechoslovakian manufactured. There even there are private owned. It's like a pri- It's it's essentially an advanced jet trainer that people Westerners predominantly will own privately. There are some in New Zealand. You know, it says it's a jet. But it's not a jet fighter. But it, you know, to the to a layperson like yourself, you might look at it and go, "Pretty cool." And I'm like, "Yeah, nah. whatever." <laughs> but it's you know, but Tom, and then tomorrow, but it, you know, obviously the performance of this plane is much more high performance than the P fifty one Mustang. So the next day, Tom is going to Tom Cruise flies that jet. Like, it's, does he fly real jets in the movies? No, no, that's all done with. Um, lots of people ask me that. Um, I mean. Yeah, it's. I I assure, well I don't because by all accounts he does most of his own stunts. Yeah, I think so. Flying an FA eighteen Super Hornet insurance ain't going to sign off is, on that is one. Is a bridge too far, <laughs> even for Tom Cruise. So, but he could fly the L thirty nine Albatross. Um. So the next day he takes James Corden up and they do like he's doing like full um like in like um loop basically like loop to loops. James Corden's like ah you know as you would. Looks like fun to me. I'd love it, but. Anyway, I'll show you these photos. So, I'm, it's like a 17-minute video. I, I watch it during my lunch half hour. And as they're coming into land, Tim, there's two, there's, two, there's two photos if you look at this and then scroll down. What number? There's the only runway there. What number runway is that? 69. Tim's ruining my thing. 33, Joel. And then scroll down a little bit so you can see it there as well. And I, I watch this over and over video. I'm like... What? So, you know, I don't know, Tim. It's like, of all the runways Tom Cruise and James Corden land on, they land on, and it's, but it's the only runway there. There's, it's not like there's 32 other runways. It's just like, you can't make this shit up, Tim. It's See, I, you put it down to trolling, and I'm definitely, I definitely think the Freemasons love to throw it out there as a symbol of, like, a wink to their mates. But I also think... I also, you know, how I get into... Well, I don't really get into it, but I'm intrigued by that whole synchromistic... Like, I think maybe there's another layer that's above what we can pick up. And it just... These things just... So do you think uh, they, they're not doing it deliberately? It's, I don't even think they will even really know. Like, I don't think it's planned by the film crew. Oh, we've got to find a runway that's got 33 on it. I reckon the wacky. I reckon it just happens, and I because maybe these people are aligned. I don't even. I don't. This is the thing. I don't think it's planned. I think it's like in the. I think it's in the ether. I think it's all part of the mixture, with these Hollywood. They're connected. The dark arts. The occult. They're surrounded by thirty threes. I don't think it's a good thing to be thirty three. I think it's a good thing if you have um, like synchronistic things happen to you. Like today, for example, how's this for weird? This is fucking weird. I'll tell you a weird story about today. I was at work today, and for some reason, a word popped in my head, and it was sanguine. What's sanguine? Exactly. I've heard the word, and it just popped into my head, and then it popped into my head again on the way home from work today, and I just, I just, things popped in my head, and I'm like, when I get home today at some point, I'm going to Google sanguine. So then at lunch, at dinner time, um... We watch it, so we, we have shows. So we have, Amy makes, it's Nacho Night tonight, we have Nachos. And we're watching a show with... Did Amy. you uh, crack any plates? No, we've had to, um, we've had to fully re, 
we've had to fully rejig our um, um, nacho making, and we're just doing it on. We've got like a cast iron, you know, tray now. Do it in a big platter instead, and we're, then yeah, divvy, divvy platter, it up. Divvy it up. Like we we honestly we we've made nachos so many times with so many different plates and never cracked one, and then just this particular brand, this batch, you just crack them. So anyway, so we have the nachos, and we're sitting watching this show. It's Disney. It's full Illuminati confirmed. Like we know it. Like it's it's called um, it's for it's Eva's. It's for Eva's age. It's like a kids show called. The Mysterious Benedict Society. It's full of, like, yeah, it's Disney, mate. Like, they're full of fucking symbolism. Yeah. It's fun, though. It's a good show. And we watch it. It's like a, air quotes, family show. And you know the chick um, who names Kristen... You know, are you familiar with um, Fly the Concords? No. Not really? No. Well, there was a chick in that, and her name... She's got a very distinctive voice. She voiced um, Mabel in Gravity Falls, which is like a Cartoon Network cartoon, which is like the most Illuminati confirmed cartoon there is. If you if you if you want to see like a fucking like an in your face, it's nearly like they are taking the piss. There's there's so many pyramids with eyes. And shit. <laughs> oh yeah, it's yeah. A, it's a Disney kids show called Gravity Falls. So she, anyway, that's not here nor there. So she voices that. But anyway, she's the, this chick's a mysterious the mysterious Benick Society. And it's all about brainwashing and, like, mind control and shit. It's weird, but I don't know. We just watch it because, you know, it's a kid's program, apparently. It's teaching kids about mind control. It's great. Teach them how to be good politicians. Well, we, yeah, it's 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 a, it's it's totally, oh, clear, it's, it's, it's in a fictitious world. You know, it's not even that realistic. But anyway, one of the main characters is sitting with number two, who's this chick. And they're talking about, um, sh- his, there's like a brother who's good and a brother who's classic duality, classic Disney mind control. There's like a brother who's good. They're twins. There's a brother who's good. There's a brother who's bad. The good brother's pretending that the bad brother, he's he's in with the bad brother, like he's being mind controlled by the bad brother, and the bad brother actually thinks that the good brother's under his spell now. But number two, who's the good brother's sort of like sidekick, isn't buying it. Well, she wasn't buying it, and now she realizes that her boss is actually just taking his evil brother for a ride for the sake of the cause. Anyway, she's asking, in some way she's asking her boss, the good brother, who's pretending to be under mind control, how he feels at the moment. Do you know how he felt? How did he feel? What was the word he used to describe how he felt? Uh, it starts with S. Yes, it does, and... I said to Amy, I paused and I'm like, this is weird. You know, I was drawing... So what's the word again? Sanguine. Do you want and what does to... it mean? I'll, I'll read it out to you. How often do you watch this program? I, they've never mentioned this word in the, in the program. Have they? No, they haven't. No, were you, were you were You were just texting and you weren't paying attention and, no, you, and, you heard I, that, and you heard that word and then it was in your head and then in your head and then the next day you hear it again. We, and we have not watched this show for so long. It's got another, he's never said this word in the show. But I thought about it at work once today and then on the way home I was like, okay, when I get home I must Google Sanguine to, to, because I sort of heard people talk about it. I've heard the word before because I knew it was something about sort of being happy but in a certain way of feeling good but the definition of sanguine is optimistic or positive especially in an apparently bad or difficult situation oh yeah so that's like everyone well in a bad situation but 
We yeah. are we are very sanguine. Are we sanguine? Yeah. Should we change the name of this podcast to Sanguine with Joel and Tim? It, it, oh, and also, it can actually... How do you spell it? S-A-N-G-U-I-N-E. It's also a blood red colour, FYI. Mm. It's also a blood red colour. But I, honestly, you can you can write me off as a kook, but I'm... I like twice today, something that just kept popping into my head t- today and on the way home in the car. And then I had a nap when I got home. I woke up and Eva puts the program on. I'm eating dinner. And then the guys, the mind control He's guys, just like sanguining away. How do you feel? Quite sanguine. And I'm like, fuck, what? Jesus. What has happened here? I don't know. I think it's, 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 it's synchronicities, brah. Totally, brah. Oh, brah. The universe is a. It's speaking to you, mate. Well, I don't know if it's speaking to me, but the universe is, I think there's. More to this existence, Tim, than than people. You know, you ask me evidence to back it up. You know what I'll say? I can't prove a negative. Sanguine, bro. <laughs> hey, have you been doing any weights this week? No. Have you been on the weights? <laughs> Fuck no. Either I actually. I mean, there's a thing. Too, too, too busy, busy. bro. Too busy. I'm up at a fucking knuckle boom all day, mate. It's fucking bullshit. So, I know everyone's. I know everyone's been listening to this for how long we've we been going. One hour and 44 minutes. I know everyone's been waiting an hour and 44 minutes for this. And that is... Te? The Te Ukraine update. So we haven't done one in a bit. No, well, this is just... It's just. It's certainly not fun. It's certainly not fun. Uh, over there, that's for sure. But I'd just like to do a, my little... Because I know a lot... I know people are remotely interested and some people are like, is that still... The most the thing you hear the most is, oh, is that still going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Young men and predominantly young men in Eastern Europe are being ground up to pieces every day still. Yes, that's still happening. Yeah, it's gone like, like, oh, is that still happening? Oh, yeah, it's very yeah. sanguine over here. Yeah, yeah it's very, very sanguine. <laughs> They're being very happy in a, in a, a, a slightly difficult situation. But So... What my take is, I don't know. Have you been? Have you keep up with it at all? No. So, but that, and that's not me being dismissive of what's happening over there. That's just me not keeping up with anything at all ever. No. Well, you know me. I don't really keep up with what's going on in New Zealand, but I do. I do keep up with that somewhat. So, what seems to be happening is, yeah, you know, you'll see. I'll watch Redacted. I'll watch Colonel Douglas McGregor. There, I said it. Uh, other guys, Scott Ritter. But then I also watch that that douchebag. Uh, Peter Zahan on. Did you have you listened to it? No, no I just. I've, I've been. Hard. I've been I've, trying to. I've shat in the punch bowl too much. About I know. It. I know. I know. You sort of put me off of it, and a lot of other people listening to other people talk about how much of a shilly is. Oh, put, have you heard other people talking? about Yeah, it? have put me off as well. Who have you heard? Adam Curry. Uh, yep. I think Dave Smith might have mentioned him okay, as well. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, everyone around you that you that you trust is telling you he's a douchebag. So. I mean, you'd basically like, why would I bother watching it? Yeah, on? when there's good rug cleaning videos to there's watch. There's much better rug. <laughs> so, so uh, I've heard his take, but the you know the takes we uh, other guys who I listen to with what I think is probably more truthful, what I can gather information, which isn't just always slanted towards Ukrainian propaganda, but not saying that the sources I listen to are slanted towards Russian propaganda, but they're a bit more maybe balanced. It's always hard to know what's going on on the ground, but what you can see is happening is. The Western countries, predominantly America, are wanting to put the Patriot missile defense system in. Yep. And then, then all these other Germany are we are Germany going to send a battery? Then you hear, you know, you'll hear um, Colonel Douglas McGregor talking about it, and it's like, yeah, a lot of people are like the Patriot system sucks. It's not very good. It's super expensive. It takes them like six months to train the guys. 
every time you shoot a missile, it's like fucking, yeah, it's like super expensive missiles. It's like, the first thing I think of regarding it, whether or not how effective the Patriot system is, and if it's an escalation, that's like, first of all, is like, do you want to be putting these, you know, US made air defense systems in Ukraine? It's just a bit, it's a bit of an escalation, totally unnecessary. Insofar as, a lot of these fucking drones that the, the Russians are using are like five to $10,000 uh, Iranian drones. Like, this is how fucking mad... I mean, the, obviously the military-industrial complex loves it. Like, you know, a lot of these missiles are like... You know, it's like... They're... Uh, Douglas McGregor talks about, like, how many you would need to provide full cover. These are all token batteries. He's like, you would need 10 battalions full strength with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of missiles. And it's just like, it's super sensitive system. You can't just move it around easily. Sending up these Patriot missiles that it costs hundreds of thousands or like a million bucks a pop, like that. I don't know the exact number per unit per missile to to knock out a lawnmower engine driven basic Iranian drone. It's just it's that classic Russian versus America. You know the Americans will spend a million dollars on an anti gravity pen and the Russians use a pencil sort of thing. It's it's just it's just <laughs> yeah. dumb. It's like but not only that, what I have noticed, then the Yanks are do saying, you think oh. do you think that's because they have well or they print the money so it doesn't really matter, but do you think that they because they have too much? Like Russia oh. Russia are sort of confined to what they can source from their country and a couple of other countries around the world. Where yeah. America have just got free reign it seems like on every country and all the money. So yeah. they, they just throw way too much at I it? I think it's, it's definitely, there's a testing aspect. There's definitely a testing. I mean, everyone does that. I think the Yanks, fuck, she's hell and wind. The Yanks are definitely testing their, using their weapon systems um, to see how it goes against, you know, for, you know, it's a real, it's a real world scenario. So they can, there's that. I think there's, I mean, the main, the main thing is money. Like they can clear out some of their old, shit inventory it's like you know it's like putting shit on sale you know you walk into uh, you know walk in, it's like it's like Ukraine at the moment is like the first aisle you walk into a pack and save that's Ukraine for the military industrial complex you know coke chocolate thins eat a, eat a ripples it's all cheap and everyone fills their trolley out with it it's like oh yeah here we go we get some good deals that's the that's Ukraine at the moment is the first aisle at no one outside of New Zealand will understand this reference, but it's the first aisle at Packet Save when you walk in. All the deals. Let's get. Let's fill this trolley up. Let's try everything out. Let's get all the. Let's get all the. Let's get all the toffee pops. All the yummy toffee pop fighting vehicles. It's delicious. Well, everyone's making money. So the Patriots and then the Yanks. Then then last week the Yanks are saying we're gonna we're gonna give we're gonna give. The Ukrainians some Bradley fighting vehicles, which are kind of like a, well, it's a it's a fighting vehicle. It's not a, it's a not a tank, but it's tracked and it's got a turret, but it has got a heavy gun. But you put troops inside it, and Colonel Douglas McGregor, who actually is a tank guy in the you know he had tank he commanded tank battalions or whatever in the in the Gulf War. You know, he said, yeah, they're an effective, they're pretty old now. The ones they'll be giving, the US will be giving the Ukrainians, of course, they'll give them the old ones. They're not going to give them the new ones. And he said, yeah, they're an okay vehicle. But he said, you know, he in the Gulf War, he said, if you if you hit, they've got like a, they've got a 25mm cannon, like a rapid-fire cannon. And then they've got like a tow, like an anti-tank missile that can come out of the side. 
And he said, the thing is, though, if you fucking, if that takes fire on that missile, it pops the turret. Turret. And when you pop the turret, that's that's it. Like, you see, you'll see, if you're like me, Tim, and you watch a lot of war footage, if a tank gets its turret popped, it's game over. Like, everyone inside gets melted. Yeah. Like, that means, like, you <laughs> There's get a little hit, oven inside. You get hit, all your, all your shells blow up. Kills everyone inside, vaporizes them, and it's so much force that it blows the turret off the tank. I mean, it's common for this to happen to tanks, and apparently the Bradley fighting vehicle is is it quite susceptible to that? Susceptible to that. Um, so it seems oh, like give it to the poor Ukrainians. We're giving it to the poor Ukrainians, and then apparently, so then the the some European countries want to give them the Leopard Two tank, which is an older well, it's an older variant of the German Leopard tank. Um, you know, the the Poms are giving them the challenges, and so what I'm seeing is. All the NATO countries are starting to flood way... They're, they're starting to work the Ukrainians up. I mean, you listen to No Agenda and that, you listen to them talking about it, you listen to Douglas McGregor, and they're like, look, this is none of this is going to work. It takes so long to train guys to operate these, you know. So, But it seems like they're getting a little bit desperate nearly, like they're sending in all, the, sending in all these tanks. And it, I read a British general today saying, like, we can't really afford to send them these tanks. Like, we need these tanks. But now we're sending... So it's like this big clusterfuck of, I don't know, slight panic. They're sending in all this heavy weapons. I mean, it takes, takes time to train these guys. And then I listened to fucking um, Douglas McGregor, and he's talking about like his his intelligence that he's got. No, I heard about it on another podcast saying that apparently tuberculosis is just ripping. Like the Ukrainian troops are just fucked on the eastern front. They just tuberculosis is rife. Uh, not they're not being well looked after. Um, like they've just lost the strategic town called Solidar. Apparently, well. The Russians say it's strategic. I've heard other people say it's strategic. But that's, see, that's PMC Wagner. PMC Wagner, which is a private army, a Russian private army, they're the paid mercenaries. They've just went through it. I've seen photos of Solidar, and it is, I mean, if you were to believe that, well, not even, I've seen videos, and I'm talking, there are fucking hundreds of dead Ukrainian bodies everywhere. It is a bloodbath. It is, it's graphic. I've actually, yeah, I, I, I remember a year ago, Tim, I used to be, I'm not really, I used to be, when I first, it's crazy how you get desensitized shit, eh? I used to watch videos and be like, oh, I'm not watching that. And then I just watched them, I was like, fucking hell, they, they are stacking those bodies up. And there are a lot, like the, the Ukrainian propaganda will tell you about how many Russians I've killed. Peter Zahan was saying like, he was fucking repeating the most crazy propaganda. Like, I believe, I could, correct me if I'm wrong, I know you might not even listen to it, but I think he said there was a hundred thousand dead Russians. That is a ridiculous number. That is not. I don't think that's true. I don't know how many dead Russians there are. But there certainly isn't a hundred thousand dead. That's a retarded number. And I certainly don't think there's that many dead Ukrainians. I could be wrong, but the Ukrainians are losing way too many troops to replenish. And now it sounds like disease is starting to go through. And. So will they have guys to run all these new weapons the they're thing. getting? It's not like the Patriot missile system. They've shipped these Ukrainian guys out to Oklahoma to train them on it. But like, what do they think they're going to shoot down? Fucking Iranian lawnmower motor powered drones with like a million dollar missile. With a million dollar missile, it's nothing makes any sense. It's fully <laughs> retarded. It's just, I mean, it, 
maybe it makes sense if it's just if guys were just like on TV smoking cigars going, Joel, you dumb fuck, you know what it is. It's a money grab. Yeah, we're just making money. These are war games. You know how it is, mate. Get over it. We're yeah, yeah, yeah. Thousands of young the the creme de la creme of Russia and Ukraine. Like we don't care. We've been doing this for hundreds of years. It's our game. We yeah. make money. That's what we're here for. If and just, we, and we cripple two big countries. And we're crippling two big countries. We're, we're going to own one. We're going to rebuild. And do you know they've already come out and said they're already talking about who's going to rebuild it? They're going to the Yanks. They're going to come in with their companies. Who's 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 um, top of the list? Bla- Blackrock Black Rock Rock. or something? No, it is Blackrock. No Black way. Rock. No, Blackrock have come out and said we are going to fund the rebuilding of Ukraine. Yeah, you can't, you can't make that you shit can't up. You can't make it up. It <laughs> happens every time. They do it with all these countries. They go and they blow them up. But yeah, so it seems like so. So Wagner, uh, they're ripping at the moment because they're getting paid. They're the paid mercenaries, the Russian ones. Um, but then there's something. There's something happening. There's something happening in Belarus. Eh? it's there's there's seems like there's a lot of shit in Belarus. It could be a feint, but yeah, it's I. I get the feeling. This isn't what I want to happen to, but this is what I get the feeling. I get the feeling. The Russians are they're amassing. I get the feeling they're amassing. And I feel like, yeah, I get the feeling that NATO knows it. And that's why all of a sudden it's like, we'll send you 20 tanks. We'll send you 20 tanks. We'll send you 20 tanks. And I reckon they're just all going to get their turrets bopped. They're all going to get blown up. Do you up. think uh, they could be just trying to bluff the Russians? They- by you know, oh, I reckon the Russians. Are, I, do you reckon I look, the Russians know that? I see that, Bradley fighting vehicles, and I I see um I just see Bradley fighting vehicles, and I just see them. I'm gonna see all of those on Telegram in six months. Yeah, and I'm gonna they're all gonna be burning, just like Russian tanks are burning. Ukrainian. I every day I go through Telegram, and I can see I could you could just go in there now and go to uh, Intel Slava Z, and you'll just be they'll just be. Ukrainian armored vehicles just blowing apart, just hundreds of them. You know, well, not hundreds in one day, but yeah, I, I think you know the the Ruskies can't, they can't lose, they just can't lose, they can't afford to lose. So I think you know that's one of the things I agree with Peter Zahart, even though I didn't agree with lots of shit he said. He's like, you know, it's it's common knowledge that you know the Ruskies are slow starters. Big finishes though, can't they? Can be big finishes. Well, hey, maybe it'll turn into another Afghanistan. Who knows for them? But but Ukraine is in Afghanistan. Though. That's the thing. Ukraine is flat. Yeah, and that's what the Russians. And they know the territory. Yeah, the Russians. Yeah. That's what they're set up for. They're set up for land, flat land warfare. No one can. Like, you look at what. Lest we forget, like the Americans, like all these fucking. All these fucking uh, pro-US douchebags on Twitter are like, oh my God, the Russians are a joke. Their military is a joke. It's like, you guys, you Yanks just got your ass, whether or not you guys... You know, the goat herders fucked you goat, and the Ruskies up. Yeah, <laughs> the goat herders fucked you and the Ruskies up. And also, let's not forget the rice farmers fucked you up too. Like, yeah, you before know, that. Yeah. Before that. So, you know, you guys could only beat up Saddam. And, you know, like, yeah. So, but that was just, that was just a massive air campaign, but mostly, but yeah, I think, yeah, I don't know. I think, uh, well, that makes me wonder why isn't it just all an air campaign? Why do they, why are there even troops on the ground? Uh, well, you need boots on the ground to take territory, but, um, you can't, 
Really, what you have to have is like combined arms. You, to but the objective war, in Iraq was not to take territory. No. Well, Maybe it was to hand it to well, someone else, I don't though. I that, Tim. I think we'll take the oil fields, mate. I think we'll take the oil fields. Thank you very much. That's our oil now. So they were taking territory, the territory, the oil-producing territory. The rest of it, it's like, yeah, we'll just bomb it into a Yeah, yeah, touche. But, I mean, the Russians, yeah, they they want to, they essentially want to set up a buffer. Yeah. And to have but a buffer. Wouldn't, but wouldn't just do everything from air until... doesn't work. Until it's... um. There's nothing left down there, and then you can just waltz well, on it. The unfortunate thing is they, they actually don't even. It doesn't even. The Russians don't really have air superiority over Ukraine. It's, you know, people can, you know, you can go and hear from every different aspect. But I mean, you know, the Ukrainians are. They do their bud. The amount of weapons I've been given, it's like they just, you know, I mean, yeah, shoulder launched. Man pad missiles like shoulder launched anti aircraft missiles are, yeah, you know, they, they can teach us how to fire one of those in half a day, probably, probably less. You just imagine how many they're just shipping in crates and crates and crates of those. You see a Russian helicopter, man, it's just like, you know, so, but yeah, they've still got air defense systems, they've still even got MiG 29s. I think the Ukrainians, not that they're that overly operational, but the Russians, uh, most of the air campaign is. I mean, I could really get into the weeds, but I could start, you know, uh, issue 25 Frogfoots, which are like a low-flying, super-armoured that just shoots cannons and dumb bombs and rockets. They get shot down all the time. Attack helicopters, which are getting shot down all the time on both sides. But there's not a lot of Russian... Like, the Russians aren't giving up a lot of their high-tech fighters because I just it seems like they just don't want to seems they're scared they're not to lose completely them. engaged yet they seem like they're scared to lose them and I would be too because it's just bad for but what the Russians most of the air war is like standoff launches which is like you know big bombers you know they take off from their base and they'll launch the cruise missiles from essentially Russian airspace so it's not like okay there's not there's not a lot of like Ru- Russian airplanes aren't just whizzing around Ukraine willy nilly. They just they do not have control of the air like that, and that is partly to do with, you know, they just don't have the Russians just don't have the air resources. No one has the air resources the Yanks have. The Yanks have just, you know, just an ungodly large air force where they can just bomb you into a fucking oblivion. Like, so, so, but that's not to say the Russians aren't. A, like, the Russians' game is, is, as they would say on no agenda, rubberizing. <laughs> Rubberized. They have, they, they have the big guns. So that's what they do. They just got the big guns, and they're just slowly rubberizing Ukraine, and they will continue to. And yeah, um, I was really hoping that I was really hoping they were going to sort of, you know. Wrap it up in a month or two. You know, I was hoping the Ukrainians were just going to... I mean, look, I get it. You don't want the Russians coming in and taking over, right? But, I mean... Well, how many people have to die? How many people have to die? Like, you know... Like, you just know... Just throwing young men. It's not like they were... It's, it's, you know, and then you got the people that, oh, they're just going to keep going. And it's like, well, I think if you just set up the old Donbass, eastern part of Ukraine, buffered in a Crimea, and we'll have to have a fucking buffer zone in between them 
and we'll we'll have to have um we we will have to have uh you know there'll be like a DMZ and you know the dirty old UN blue helmets and or whatever some sort of peacekeeping force. It's a shame, but it's it, uh, you know we'd certainly take that over a nuclear exchange, you know. So yeah, I just see I see the Russians just slowly amassing, and I see the Western countries. I don't I, mean, I, I don't know they're panicking, but they're certainly sending in like initially they were sending in like MRAPs, like like MRAPs, like armored vehicles that can withstand getting hit by like a IED roadside bomb, or they're a bit protected, and that was that, and they just you just see Aussie Bushmasters and. Now they're just sending in all their junk. Now they're just sending in. Now they're sending in Bradley fighting vehicles, and then then the Europeans are sending in like battle tanks. And oh, we'll send you some Patriot. And each country, like Germany and or whoever, they will send you one battery. It's like one battery of one one little. You know, it's just it's a token gesture. Like that's one cruise missile strike away from being like um, yeah, you know, hundreds of millions of bucks down the tube like that. And it's just it just I don't know. To me, it just it's just so wild. It's like. But then I see both sides, like you see Zelensky will say, and you know, this is just the official channels, they're like, we are not going to negotiate with the Russians, and then Lavrov will come out and say, we're not negotiating with the Ukrainians. So this thing is certainly not done, and I think it just seems like the Ruskies are building building up. And, yeah, I don't know, fuck. I would never write the Ukrainians off. They seem certainly to, you know. But at some point, you know, when when every town or every settlement in east of the Dnieper River is like rubberized, it's like, well, what are we, what are we, what are we fighting for at that point, Tim? Like, you know, just a big dick dick slinging fucking contest. It is. I think at some point the Ukraine, like, the, the, I did see some protest. This is on you. Russian propaganda telegram, but there's start like there's of it. There's there is a bit of unrest in Ukraine. It seemed like there was some protests, some you know, people holding up their dead family members, and you know, in Kiev, or as we like to call it, Kiev, Kiev. You know, there's definitely, and that's that 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 will happen, and it's probably going to happen more because it just seems like there's fuck me. There's the on telegram. There's footage of Ukrainian, uh, like military cemeteries and these things are they are fucking chocker they're keeping those cemetery they're keeping that they're, like they're there's just it's crazy it's you, you get desensitized to seeing that many like they're not even buried well they're kind of it's like coffins and they're like draped in flags piled up just piled up just rows and rows and rows and rows and rows and flags everywhere it's just crazy i don't know i don't know i don't know I don't know what to... I mean, you know, what do we do? You're going to die for your government. Yeah, see, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Yeah. I, look, call me call me cowardly Joel. I would have been on the first train out of that place, personally. Would you? Fuck yeah. yeah I'd, be, I'd be like, kids, where the... Get the fuck... I'm not hanging around here. You can... Yeah. Whatever. Poland looks quite nice this time of the year. But see, they're all starting to... They're all starting I would be... If I was in that... This is hard to say because you're not there. But if I was in that, if I was Ukrainian, I would be blaming my government if my son died. I wouldn't be blaming Russia. If, yeah. if, if, they, if they forced, if they forced fighting age men to fight, yeah, I'm not blaming the people coming over. I'm blaming the people forcing my kids yeah, to do totally. something. Yeah, totally. I mean, 
Yeah, they got into bed. The Ukrainian oligarchy got into bed with the Yanks. And it always goes this way. And I'm, like I've said, I'm going with the Dave Smith hypothesis. And I'm saying, if you want to see who your future enemy will be, it's whoever you're supporting now. Which and at means, least the Yanks know that they're giving them all their old shit. Totally, it's what they do. It's what so, they did. It's so what, when they need it's to, why the Muhajidin had stinger missiles. Yeah, you know, it's like they gave. So them when to they're the fighting, when 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 it's them versus it'll Ukraine, far, and, it'll be the far right Ukrainian nationalists. Yeah, like fight, the fighting, Azovs and all those yeah. nut jobs that are rife throughout the country, especially in the western part of Ukraine. It'll be the US eventually, like everything, and the the war will lose. It'll become too much. And the Western countries will be like, yeah, we've done our dash and we're out. And someone will be left with their dick in their hand, and there'll be a yeah, there'll be a there'll be a there'll be there'll be a big enough group of Ukrainian far right nationalists that'll they'll become a problem. Yeah, and then they'll have to go in and sort them out. And then the the Russians, it'll be like this weird bad. It's like yeah, where the Russians will be sitting on the border, and the Yanks, the Yanks will be in Ukraine fighting a a small, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, it'll just yeah, it'll be like the reverse of Afghanistan. Imagine (laughs) that; it could happen. It's like so the Russians went into Afghanistan, and the Yanks helped the Afghani's, and then the Russians lost, pulled out, and then two thousand and one, which is about. Uh, how long? When did the Russians leave Afghanistan? About nineteen eighty nine. It was yeah, it was just about so ninety, it was about wasn't it? Twelve years later, the Yanks are in there, fighting, fighting the, the yeah. Well, the what? What did the the Mujahideen? What did they turn into? Well, they kind of morphed into different. They went with different warlords, but essentially they're part of partially turned the into Taliban, Al Qaeda and Taliban, yeah. whatever other. So the warlords. Yanks are fighting them with the weapons they gave them to fight the Russians. Somewhat, yeah. And then it could be a total flip this time. The Russians will... There's probably reasons why this couldn't happen, just the geography of it all, which is the Russians are always right there. You know, but yeah, it could it could be a flip of that war, the Afghan, you know, Afghan, Afghan, Afghan war, where, yeah. Do you like Afghan biscuits? I love an Afghan <laughs> with a walnut on. Does, does, do you have the walnut uh, on? I That's could the, I could definitely... It's the uh, traditional one. Yeah, I could take take or leave the walnut, but mum, I do love an Afghan. Mum would put the Af- the walnut on the Afghan. <laughs> Mum's Af- actually, Mum has not made me any Afghans for quite a while. Is your mum a good uh, baker? She, she she is, but she doesn't bake much anymore. I might have to crack a whip on her to be fair. Yeah, Shonzy, come on. We need some. Uh, Should I get it? Joel and Tim Afghans? show Afghans. Oh, get her to do some Afghans. Should I? Yes. Yes, please. Um, <laughs> please, Shona. May I have an Afghan? <laughs> I love a little Afghan. They're so tasty. Um, so yeah, that's my... Uh, what is my take? I don't even know, but I'd say... Um, yeah, I, I heard... There's still lots say, more to come. There's there's going to be... The people who... And we don't we don't pick teams, apart from the wazzers. But there's going to be... There, yeah, I was listening to someone today saying there's going to be some very confused people... In the future, because everyone got, they all got propagandized by, you know, the to Ukraine, Slava Ukraini. There's going to be some terribly confused people if the Russians just continue to just grind away at them and they fold them up. And, you know, well, I don't, I don't know what that'll do to people. There's a lot of people that are heavily invested. There's a, there's a house on the 
East Blood some are heavily invested with the Ukrainian flag. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. Have you seen it? Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? It's like... Yeah. I mean... I hope they're Ukrainian. I, I, I get a feeling that they're not. I get a feeling they're woke fucktards. <laughs> um, oh, now, this is the last thing. Okay. So this is just a headline. I actually got this off a, off a Telegram channel. Uh, this is AP News, Associated Press. Australian... So last year they were banning Novak Djokovic. This year they're banning flags from Russia or Belarus on site. Flags of Russia and Belarus were banned at the Australian Open. Ukrainian fans in Melbourne turned to the police and security the day before after the Russian tricolour was hung in the stands at the match between Camilla Rakamova from Russia and Katerina Bindil from Ukraine. So there was a Russian... man. The, so the, the narcs in the fucking stand... The Ukrainians had a cry. The narcs went to the pigs who, just a, just and a, said, get rid of those flags. Just a, just a, the Karens at the yep, tennis. It's pretty weird. Like, I mean... I mean, it's a flag. It's just it's there's a, it's Russia. A, if there's someone from Russian, Russia playing tennis yeah, there, and they were supporting her, yeah. So, but also, I mean, I know we don't want to. It's a form of, but I mean, what were the drawmakers thinking? <laughs> Come on, like, what were they thinking? Like, maybe they should have been like, maybe we shouldn't put the Russian versus the Ukrainian. Just, but just for I now I couldn't help myself. I went into the results. Ukrainian chick won. So they should... Oh, and it's okay. I'm okay for her to win. I mean, she's an... You know, yeah, yeah, But yeah, I yeah. think uh, that, that that's a bit extra... Like, this is what happens when you let the genie out of the bottle. Last year, it was Novak Djokovic wasn't allowed. This year, you can't fly your flag if you're a Russian or a Belarusian. Um, I mean, you know... Next year, you won't be able to compete if you're white. Yeah, next year, it'll be like, women's only. Australian only. Black women only. only. Black, black transgender <laughs> woman only. <laughs> For fuck's sake, as Jonah Dixon would say, who's going to make us some Afghans. Actually, it's been a... Yeah, it's interesting, really. It's like, I don't know what happened there. Mum just stopped making Afghans, you know? Price of eggs, mate. What is the price of eggs? don't know. Is it, has it I don't know a, if they've gone up or they're just not they're available. they're back, are they? Amy reckons they're back. Supermarket she goes to, she reckons they're back. Yeah. So, you know, that was Jacinda. She's like, right, just... I'll I'll resign once the eggs are. I can't go out with the eggs out. I can't Look retire. Too bad. It'll ruin my reputation. <laughs> I'll be known as the the prime minister who couldn't keep the eggs shelves stocked. You don't want a guy like that, Tim. No. What do you reckon she's going to do? She's going to just get, be just like a pig Clark NGO for a couple of years. With person. Yeah. Well, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens to Clark. So he'll either he'll probably just get home D. Secret home detention. Yeah, she's giving him the D, mate. The home D. The, um... Yeah, now... She's hung like a horse, apparently. <laughs> Just sin to the stallion. <laughs> she's... Yeah. Fucking hell. I mean... Yeah. I mean, when you look at... When you look at what we look at, the New Zealand... Like, you know, Jacinda, And you look at Eastern Europe's problems. It's just like, Fuck. I'll take horse face any day of the week, you know, as far as, you know. Yeah. The, our bumbling buffoons. Our bumbling buffoon politicians. I mean, I'm not saying I'd take her as in I'm happy to have her around, but it's like that was the top news. and. Yeah, yeah, we are lucky. We are lucky. Very, Very lucky, lucky to be born here. Very lucky. Or uh, to live here, you motherfuckers, if you do live here. If you weren't born here and you live here. 
Oh, yeah, they're like Hang on in here, mate. Lucky. Hang on in here. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I was so quickly before we go, I was listening to another podcast today and it was all about, um, it was an intelligence dude and he was talking all about China and Taiwan. China. Pretty, pretty interesting. He was basically saying what they would watch out for if they were, um, Tim's going to have a wee, Tim's having his night-night medicine. He's having his little night-night medicine. Oh, look at that. He's sucking on a vase. It's quite strange what he's doing. So there's some burning plant matter. It's like incense. No, I'm good. Oh, my body is a temple, Tim. I don't. You still got to drive home. I don't ruin my body with drugs. <laughs> this isn't drug. This is <laughs> this is this is a herbal. This is a herbal medicine. My body is a temple. Okay, I'm clean living. Look at me. Look at me. I'm shredded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the Chinese. Uh, this guy was just saying what to watch out for. It's hard to watch out for the, some of the things he's saying to watch out for, which is. Um, massive, massive uh, stockpiling of medical supplies, like like Billy. He, he was talking. To, he was like billions of pounds, as in weight. By who? Who's he watching China? out for? China. Oh, you, you, he, so we. He, he claimed that. Is he a, saying the West have to watch out if China are stockpiling all this well, shit? I, I, I imagine China could stockpile that internally, like yep. they could make it and. But he's essentially saying that this ex-US military anal- uh, intelligence officer who has a podcast just as like you know a civilian now, but he's based. He's a base guy. He doesn't he doesn't buy. He's off all the governments. But he's basically saying that he claims that there would be a hundred thousand casualties in that invasion in a couple of days. He said it, he reckons it will make. Russia and Ukraine look like us. it'll be a side that will be an absolute sideshow to this if it goes. And he claims that if China does it, they won't just get Taiwan. He says they will have to go further just by nature of. And it's interesting because he said and that's what Japan did in World War Two. You know, yep. It must be. I don't know. I'm no. I'm no. They no, take those. Uh, those the first chain. They get the first chain of islands. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you stop? But um, yeah, he and he was saying basically, you know, he he's he's a yang, and he he's saying he would not want to be, and he calls him Paycom. I'm assuming it's the Pacific Naval Command. He's like that, you know. He reads you won't want to be on those U.S. Navy ships because that is one thing the Chinese have is a massive amount of like anti-ship missiles, which are geared towards blowing all those US Navy boats up. Yeah. You know, so he this guy was actually saying he was pretty he 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 is he is in the camp of it is not if it's, it's just when. And when 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 does he think? He he just said the like, there's there's a monsoon and season. what and what would um what would trigger it to well, go to go earlier. Well, he's he's just saying there's like the monsoon season, and he says you, they just would never do it then. Um, and yeah, what else did he say? He said, um, yeah, so medical supply stockpiling, uh, capital flight, which is uh, if you see a hope of Chinese super elite billionaire type oligarchy type people leaving in private jets all on one hit. And also, if they're you know uh, money like um, money can like fuck, 
China's pretty controlled as it is, but it's like a massive crackdown on like money supply more more than more than what they would consider to be normal. Um, but yeah, he he is he is all he is like yep, yeah, it's gonna happen and it's gonna be ugly. Um, and there's gonna be a lot of it, yeah, it'll be it'll he he just said it'll make the fucking the Eastern European conflict seem like a fucking walk in the park. So I hope that doesn't happen. Because that's way yeah, closer to here. Yeah, fuck yeah. Because we get involved in that. Oh, 100% we get involved in that. Yeah. We are definitely getting involved in that. And I don't want any of that Chinese smoke. Like I've said, I've never heard anyone say this. Because it's probably considered to be puss, 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 pussy weak. Let them have it. Just let them have it. You know? If you let them have it, no one dies. Doesn't it just... Isn't it... Shouldn't it just be... They're going to have it anyway, and hundreds of thousands of people will die, or just let them have it. And no one dies. I don't know. Am I the next <laughs> Nobel Peace Laureate? Nobel Peace Prize, I mean, am I a genius, or just let the Chinese have it? I'm sure there's lots of people that live in Taiwan that are like, we don't want a bar of the Chinese. Well, it's, like getting mug- it's-, it's like getting mugged by someone with a gun. Yeah. What What are we doing here? I, yeah, sure, take my wallet. Yeah, just, yep, have it. There you go. Gone. <laughs> There's no, there's no other outcome. Why would it or be, no I other don't understand. Outcome. Why would the US risk like their Pacific, a good chunk of their Pacific fleet and all their jet fighters and their man, and, you know, just, just can't we just do it? Can't we just have like a transfer over? Like, I know the Taiwanese have. See, they have all these fabs or whatever. I, I don't get it. Like the microprocessing and the they have the, the, yeah. they have all that high tech shit. They're really good at it, you know. But it's like, can't. Nah. You're still going to be good at it, but you probably well, the Chinese government or the CCP will be getting I most just of the set money. Up in the states, yeah, it's just fucking shambles everywhere. Yeah, like it there's is. corruption everywhere. I, there is. I, yeah. I just don't understand why we need. Why? Why? I mean, once again, is it just? Uh, yeah, there's people that are just are okay. There's obviously people in the power structure that are okay with it. Yeah. Whereas I'm just like, how could anyone be yeah, okay with, with that? Any with one person dying? Exactly. It's like. Just can we not cut a deal? Yeah. Can we just cut a deal? Can we just get around the table and go, okay, so, yeah, Taiwan, what do you guys want? I think at the end of the I suppose at the end of the day, they'll be like, well, we just want to be going to do our own thing and that ain't going to wash with the Chinese, I suppose. No, they want control over their manufacturing. But then I suppose, like, the way this US intelligence dude was explaining it is like, they, the initial invasion will just be it'll just like he was talking about the percentage of Chinese military bases that are on the coast and close like he says if you just look at where China have their military majority of it it is just literally aiming at Taiwan yeah, it's just aiming at Taiwan it's just like <laughs> you guys are going to get steamrolled it's very unfortunate I hope it never happens I hope we can just broker a business deal like the problem is, is we we it seems fairly obvious with the Chinese is like it's that whole communist um, you know the innovation will just you know I imagine if they took over the like they they just you know you're not getting good results via like innovation like that yeah, yeah that's the issue and it's what they the the Chinese power structure just can't get through their fucking heads is that they really suck at innovation. 
and they're not even that good at stealing people's intellectual property and redoing it. It's just you just don't get very good results from the communist. It's just communism just sucks basically. It just it just stinks. It's just a shitty system, you know. So Tim, um, have you got to uh, fucking hell? That's windy. Uh, have you got any words you'd like to say to all of our listeners on the island formerly known as Formosa, currently known as Taiwan, <laughs> soon to be known as a little island off China? You got any words of wisdom for them? Uh, what was it? Was their word that starts with this? Sanguine. Sanguine. <laughs> I would say sell your fucking, sell your property. <laughs> Pack all your shit up and move to, I don't know, Singapore looks nice. Maybe it's a bit too close. Might be too close. Uh, Hawaii's a prime target. Hawaii's a prime target. I even today at work, I even had a thought in my head. I'm like, fuck, I wouldn't put it past, yeah, I wouldn't put it past the Chinese and the North Koreans and like the Iranians and the Russians to do... I don't know. It's not outside the realm of possibility that they would do some sort of a, you know, do you know where I'm going with this? Yeah. This is, this is sounding very world war-y. It can, it can get a little bit like that. The problem with Peter Zahan is that he just talks about it like America. It's it's like America is just going to come out smell like roses. I'm like, I don't see it going like that. I see it going really badly for everyone. If it was to go, that's why Tim, Every day, I'm just sanguine. Sanguine, bruh. Sanguine. <laughs> That's why I keep popping on my head today, Tim. <laughs> it's like a Philip... I'm like a Philip Philip K. Dick novel. It's like um, <laughs> like the universe is just inserting it into my head. Like, sanguine, Joel. Sanguine. you got to be sanguine. you got to be sanguine. 33. Sanguine. 33. Uh, keep that 33 shit for your mate Tom DeLong. You, you can keep that 33 shit. I'm just sticking with sanguine. I'm happy in a bad situation. Okay. That's a superpower, Tim. It is. Um, but let's. That's a terrible note to end on. World War Three. Um, I, I. Hopefully, we can just this. Our bumbling systems can just keep bumbling for the next several decades. Yeah, just bumble let's away. Just keep, let's just keep tripping over each other, like digging holes in the ground, making gadgets. Yeah, you know, let's just keep bumbling. Are you are you keen to keep bumbling in yeah. a sanguine way? Oh, yeah, I like it. Okay, so um, bumble I'm, away. Um. So, uh, by Jacinda. Yeah. Um, Dasvidanya. Kanichiwa. Yeah. Uh, muchos gracias. And Ciao. Tim- <laughs> 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 oh, that's right. I just realised. I just realised this. This is dawned on me. Tim is Tim's fully blazed. Oh, no, a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> Tim's looking at me like, he's like, looking at me through the eyes. He's like, oh, fucking he's got like the eyes. He's nice like, wrap it up, bro. Right? Wrap it up. <laughs> hey, um, love yous. And now I've organized with Tim, because I don't want to, next week, the Patreon episode is going to be recorded. So all you Patreon supporters. Yeah, we're definitely doing it. Are doing it. We're doing it. And we've got a, it's going to have a special theme. <laughs> Voldemort. <Yeah. laughs> Good night. Good night. <laughs>